Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I'm Jody, and along with my long-distance bestie Amanda, we live to break down all the things we love to hate. Each week, we scour TV, TikTok, and pop culture and deliver you our unfiltered, snarky takes on everything. Take a moment to subscribe on YouTube so you catch all our live streams and shows, and follow the links in the banner to subscribe to our free weekly podcast and two Patreon shows, We Love to Hate TV and Total Request Podcast where you request the shows and we break them down. Once subscribed, you have instant access to our massive library of hundreds of past shows and recaps. We promise you'll love it. And listen, we're all friends here, so let us hear from you in the comments. We love getting to know you and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's go. Hello. Welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I'm Jody, And I am Amanda. And we are loving to hate quite a few things this week, including the heat. Look at the our weather. Mind. My God, uh, she's fanning herself off like a, like a little coquette. It's a, a hot coquettish. Coquettish. Oh, yes, yes. It's like I'm in a southern <laughs> bathroom. Yeah, handsome man has entered the room. Well, oh my goodness. Lots of people in the chat already. Everyone's smashing that like. Yeah, smash that like, guys. Come on. Come on. Oh, virtual hugs from everyone. You guys are just, it's already lit. We got, I mean, wow, the tens of people we have in here. It's amazing. Uh, now, I know everyone is still getting, like, coming down off our highs from the trailer dropping last week. And don't worry, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, sister wives wise. But um, it, I mean, three weeks now, Jody, and we're going to be watching that dat trailer. I can't believe it. It's happening. It's going to be a, a really good end to the summer, beginning of fall. Yeah, last summer you had like a terrible summer last last year, obviously, and fantastic. But that I wasn't mean, the really good best stars. way to end a road trip. But. Yeah, but it's all yeah. good now. It's yeah. So yeah. Um. Uh. What was I gonna say? Hmm. I don't know. Who cares? Um. I I woke up at like six thirty, and then I fell asleep again between like nine and nine thirty, and now I'm in that weird like 
place where you didn't nap long enough. Yeah. <laughs> like you should have you should have napped either like less time or you're in a weird time. little twilight zone. Yeah. So just let me let me wake up here. Um yeah. let's talk about hello everyone. Um someone oh, somebody's listening to this from the gym. Oh, I mean I'm just, yeah, I'm me too. I wish I'd be. I wish I was working out. Right now. I already went this morning. That's, yeah. That's oh, me, me too. Obviously. Um, somebody here said that it's seven thirty p.m. their time, and I want to know where they're from. Oh, here it is. Ski says it's seven p.m. there. Where Where are you from? Hmm. It's maybe an Aussie guess somewhere overseas. So, yeah. Sure. Great. Not here, sitting in Panera, writing a dissertation. You guys, uh, this is amazing. Oh, Finland. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, this is another one. My boyfriend wants you all to know that I'm late because I was having sakes with a big man. A uh -oh. man. Sakes. <laughs> let's talk about what we have uh, coming up this week. Let's just get, let's blow, let's like blast our way through this yeah uh, if you want to say what we're doing and then i'll put up the uh the things for it yeah let's go for it so we oh man oh. okay that, we're, we're looking this at a is photo actually, this is actually not coming up this week this is next week you have the wrong one you did the wrong one. Oh, i just threw on up there I, i'm ahead of the game alanda okay. oh, the photo that we are looking at if you're listening is a photo of tamron hall from the sister wives tell all season seven and she's let's see i would say she's nonplussed by cody yeah like he'll like, answer and she'll be like well actually cody i would like to hear from the actual person that i asked the question to uh -huh. but thanks uh but the one that's actually coming up this week is um like one more wife in the van no wait what's it called let me get it but it's where they meet this is like one of our funniest episodes i think it's where they it's after the poop rv episode so they finally yep. arrived and they've met this other weird ass polygamous family and yeah. they all go out to dinner and cody is the most horny he's ever been listening to them mm -hmm. talk about their love story and it is it's it's sick yeah the relationships Whoops. Yep. Within the family. Ooh. Look, I was already watching something. I was already watching Sister Wives on my phone. Yeah. Um, the episode is called uh, From Monogamy to Polygamy. Oh, yes, Dang. because the the dad um, tricked his first wife into, or he like manipulated her or broke her down enough to accept a second wife who looks exactly like her because he had a dream. I had a dream. Yeah. I had a dream that one of your best friends entered our marriage and we were all married together. So obviously we have to do this. It was in a dream, Amanda. You get, you get it. Well, and also there's a really cute story about when she'd be cooking in the kitchen where a woman belongs really. And he would say things like, you know, it would just be so nice if there was another one of you out here cuddling with me while yeah. you are working in the kitchen. Where yeah, I only two of you, so one of you could relax with me while you're doing all the cooking and the cleaning. That would be great. I'd rather That'd be the cooking cleaning great. one, bitch. Wouldn't you? Yeah. So I'd rather be. I'd rather be cooking and cleaning than like cuddle, especially on a date, a hot day like today. And then yeah. we have. Um, is this correct? We are yes. going to be recording that this week. Yes, this is my 600 pound life mm -hmm. Dolly story. Dolly. I don't like what you are doing to your no. mother, Dolly. This okay, was a this crazy is... episode. 
it's it's rough and not just the skin chafage of her fiance skin on the side of his nose that we're going to have to talk about because I don't know where the friction's coming from and I don't think I want to know on his there there's a lot to unpack in the episode now openly openly judges them he's like oh yeah dolly just doesn't seem very good for you no who is this dolly this is your fiance dolly how long you know him (laughs) (laughs) she was expecting a good congratulations he was like you know him too late dolly oh right and actually speaking of trp i do want to say this we got a message from um grace paul right Mm -hmm. Yes, Grace Paul. And she said, I want you guys for TRP to do a episode of uh, John and Eight plus Eight, since it's very much in the lexicon now. We're going to be discussing it. So we want you guys to suggest an episode. I've never seen the show other than the one episode we did together. Right, which they went to Disney World, and which now has been scrubbed. Yeah, scrubbed. You cannot find it. And I think even at that time, you had to find it in like the dark web. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I definitely watch the show and everything. And I've seen clips of the uh, of this new documentary, which is called, it's like Vice Life in the 2000s or something. It's not Gosselin, whatever. I watched that interview. So we'll talk about that. Did okay. you watch the interview? Okay. Well, we'll get to it. Let, okay. Let's blast. Uh Amanda says, was this week's episode of And Just Like That the most ridiculous or wet? Well, interesting enough. Well, we're, we're, we'll obviously be talking about that, but uh, uh-huh. we have different opinions yep. on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is funny. I've, I haven't seen this one, but Sandy says, well, what about when the person said it was water weight and Dr. Now said, are you drinking the ocean? Do it, Margaret, Margaret, are you drinking the ocean? How much are they ocean? What you're drinking, Margaret? My favorite is when he he weaves in this sudden Texan accent, yeah, out of nowhere, along with his doctor. Like, well, now do, like you're gonna do about it. I'm gonna make you a rough. You can't have rough views on my guys. This is so weird. God love him. He's so uh, awkward. Anyway, uh, um. Yeah, and we're gonna keep blasting through our sister wives coverage. We're heading into season eight, right? New season. Yeah. And yep. and, just... uh, and for the next three weeks, I guess we're we don't have the book anymore. We're gonna finish out the book today. But for the next three weeks, we'll just do a regular we love to hate everything episode. And yep. then we can I'm sure we're gonna get wives. sneak peeks. There's gonna be little sneak peeks of the episode. Do you as think? We get nearer and near. Yeah, I think they're gonna start leaking. Did they do that last little time? Little clips. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get little clips, little snippets. Um, it's a taste. Someone, uh, Alyssa, who's like who's been a listener of ours for years, and she's been a guest on Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom a few times. She finally got into Sister Wives, and like the past few days she's just been like messaging me and just like rage texting me like oh. oh my god this guy wants his own plot of land and like i'm i'm like i'm so jealous that you don't have any idea she hasn't even seen the trailer because she doesn't want to spoil it for herself <sighs> see season 16 of sister wives you 
can't watch it because it's uncomfortable and it's disturbing, but it's, oh, I, I love it. I'm it's finally unraveling kind of rewatching it. Yeah, I'm rewatching it a little bit because there are some gems in there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's uh, get into some uh, topics here. Now, the, the big thing that I've been following in the news is, I don't know if I've got a picture. Carly Russell. Yeah, Carly Russell. Is that this? No, this is a no. This is the dog from Vanderpump Rules. All right, well, it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, Carly you get that Russell. photo of me and Scout. <laughs> oh man, um, you know how I, you know how I was saving my hot bikini bod for later. I was going to come out wearing my swimsuit. Right? But what are you thinking about this? Because I'm like watching it on TikTok, but like it kind of does change every day, and I feel like I am. Every per, every content creator that I've watched talk about it is a person of color. So I okay. feel like I can, like, especially trust that because, like, they're okay. pissed. They're, like, the one time that America actually, like, starts searching, like, going on a full manhunt for, like, somebody of color. Yeah. And then she does this. Now, like, what do you think of this? Do you believe? I mean, I at this point, I believe that it was completely fake. Well, I mean, it was fake. They have yes. all of her internet searches that are like, um, how old are Amber alerts? Or like, how old okay. do you have to be to be in an Amber alert? One way bus ticket to, you know, wherever bus station, Birmingham. Um, and I, okay, well, obviously she faked it. Um, I thought it was interesting that the police officers were releasing such specific details like they fed her Cheez-Its for breakfast because that's how you catch someone in a lie like the more detailed stuff they tell you so I'm imagining them in an interrogation room and they're like oh really oh they fed you so what did they feed you like they wanted to get all these very very specific things from her to catch her in these lies right yeah, and she was just kept digging herself deeper and deeper, and then like her toenails got painted, or you know, it's like God, it just got fantastical, and you can't give that many details when you're lying. Now, when I was a uh, like in third or fourth grade, I um, I was uh, we got our uh, our school pictures, and I was trying to like there was like two pictures of me that were like next to each other. And I was trying to tear it down the middle and I like tore it like wrong. And I was so scared that my mom would get mad at me that I told her that this girl who was bullying me at school did it, like grabbed it from me and like ripped up my picture. So we both got called into the principal. My mom, I mean, my mom took it far because she was pissed. Oh my God. So we got called no, into the Daphne, principal's don't ever, like, That's why you first, were getting bullied, by the way. So I feel like... The- <laughs> So I'm in the principal's office and they're asking me all these questions. And it was like, it was the kind of thing where I feel like Carly Russell, but obviously to a higher extent, it's like, at what point do I just say I'm lying? But like, at this point I've gone so far with it that like, now I just have to commit lying. You you have to, you have to go to your, your death with this. Then they bring in this bitch and she's like, I have no idea what this is, which made it really fun. And then they, how old were you again? like third grade oh it was, boy yeah i was at i was in my elementary school uh but also that's kind of like i would say a lot of this is on daphne because she would have like murdered me for ripping this picture by accident 
Oh, like, it would oh, have been a big that. problem. Yeah, oh, okay. it's her fault. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's her fault that she brought it to this point to bring it to the principal. Because well, she was, a, no, she was standing much. up for me because she knew that this girl was bullying me. And okay. it was just, I don't even know how it ended, but so, they ended up. So what happened then? Well, then they called my mom while I sat there and listened to the conversation. No, they handed the phone to me and they made me tell my mom that I was lying. Oh, so they caught you in it for sure. But yeah. Oh, like, no. Yeah, I, I, I eventually know. had to say like, oh, yeah, okay. no, I was lying. Because like it was just not, the stories were not adding up. Because <laughs> she was like, I don't, I didn't even know it was picture day. I I don't. I got nothing. Okay. And so I remember Daphne that girl's first and last name too. Um, no, it was bad. I got in a lot of trouble. I never mm. got grounded, but like my parents were very disappointed in me, Amanda. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I think that was like the biggest lie ever. My mom, like I can guarantee you if I asked my mom, what's the biggest lie I ever like got caught in, she would say that. I think you should call her up right now. No. Yes. Yes. No, 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 no. no Do no, no, no. it. Dude. No, because then she's going to end up saying a different lie that I'm going to be doing. Yeah, yeah that's what you're like, trying ah. to do to me, you asshole. Um, but okay, so back to Carly Russell. So yeah, you're sitting in this yeah. police station. You're like, I was just trying to get a couple days with like my side piece in this hotel at the Red Roof Inn. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. I lost the plot where it was something right. to do with her boyfriend. So she broke up with her boyfriend or she didn't want the boyfriend to know. There was a guy involved. Or a, no, are you sure? A man made a girl do something crazy. Uh, no, I hmm. think there's a whole bunch of different stories, but like, um, and there was never a toddler. But I mean, I gotta hand it to her. That's a pretty good, like, that's pretty good. That's where I think she went all wrong because then everyone wanted to search for her. Well, and who is this toddler that was out walking in the road? Is it? You know, is someone using that as a lure for trafficking or murder and kidnapping and all of that? I mean, e. Um, yes. Lowe says her boyfriend cheated on her and they broke up. Okay. Okay. Um, according to TikTok. Sure. So this was her way of being like, you broke up with me and now I got kidnapped. But I'm a hero yeah, because but... I was trying to help a toddler on the, on the side of the road. Yeah. So that's a little now, bit. Now the worst part of this story, I think, is the fact that um, everyone in the world now knows like what she was snacking on. Like, can you imagine the mortification of that? Like, if somebody like if somebody released like my like Uber Eats, uh, what was she snacking on? Cheez-Its? No, it, actually, none of it was really that bad. But like, she ordered some food from like like the convenience store like oh, it was just like no. a lot of like snacky foods but then like then she she never she it wasn't enough for carly she went back on the app. and she wanted more food yeah and she got like pepperoni sticks or something oh god forbid she's hungry so it's protein at least that was a good choice yeah sure it has having, like, lots, of sodium, she's but, having like... lots of sex uh yeah Oh yeah, she yeah. Here we go. She, yeah, she postmarks Slim Jims. Yeah, I love a Slim Jim. Not gonna lie. Oh, They're that's amazing. gonna that's gonna give me full fire diarrhea immediately. Oh, um, I love Slim Jims. Yeah, there's a big joke. Uh, tippy toe, tippy toe. Is that? Please tell me that's a Seinfeld reference. Do you know that reference, Jody? It's where they're gonna change out the answering machine, 
and George, they're like coming up with a code word in case, like, in case, like, the woman Delicious. starts coming. They're they want to change out um, this woman's like uh, uh, voicemail or what's it called sure. answering machine message. Uh, yeah. Tape. So and George is like, well, we need. I, I'm going to take her into the room and then you you change them out. But like, we need a code word in case she starts like coming out. And they come okay. up with the code word tippy toe. Ah, tippy toe, tippy toe. Um, <laughs> didn't didn't. Don't believe it or not, George isn't at home. So leave a message at the beep. I must be here or I pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> believe it or not, I'm not I'm home. Not. <laughs> I remember an interview he did on that where he's like, it was just really hard for me because I have a really good voice in real life. So it was like, hard. it was actually like really difficult to like make it sound like I didn't know how to sing. It's like, okay, shut the fuck up. Yeah, relax. Um, yeah, she, okay, she bought the tippy toe, said she bought the Cheez-Its and then told cop cops that a woman fed her cheese nips. That's like such a well, weird Well, cheese nips and cheese its That's two totally different things, babe. Totally. God. Um yeah, anyhow. Oh, first time listener. We got a quality. Hi, lady. Okay, I, let's read this message first before we say it aloud, shall we? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hi, ladies. Longtime listener, first time messenger. I live in St. George, gross, and I grew up in Las Vegas. Whoa. You're living a parallel sister wives life, Cody. Right. Well, but any, I mean, any other thoughts on Carly Russell? I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I mean, if it's anything like Sherry Papini, who I think has flown under the radar she, she's ever since. She does have some pocket eyes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think she's going to have to pay back like restitution. Or rest, is that the word I'm looking for? You know, like reimburse the cost yeah. of the investigation and all that, which I do think she should have to do. I well, mean, it's yeah. a very fantastical story. And had she fessed up sooner the investigation wouldn't have gone on this long. I do kind of feel badly for her family because they got dragged into this and they're going to want to believe their daughter or sister and, you know, defend her. And then to find that out, that's really embarrassing. Yeah. And there's, um, there's a uh, footage security footage of her, like just kind of strolling through her neighborhood. And then like, once the house is inside, she like broke into this like wild run. Really? Yeah, like as oh, if she was my like, gosh. like escaping. Oh, it sucks. I mean, I also do have empathy for her because that sucks to be caught in a lie like that when like you did not think it was going to spin out of control like that. Right, but you're also an adult and you don't weave well, obviously. a fantastical lie like that. It's so bad. I mean, as soon as the cops were involved, to be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Wait, this is a national thing. Please, how do we make this go away? not commit to it and keep digging deeper and deeper. Thank God the cops didn't get involved in my picture tearing story. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> we'd, we'd still just have a, I, end I would up in love juvie. to see your, your photo, <laughs> your, your photo sketch of like who this elusive person who ripped the photo was. I, I can still remember. I know her first and last name still. I won't say her. I'm the body her. of a crane and the <laughs> tail of an egret. <laughs> All of my makeup is already melted off. It's so oh. fucking hot. Okay. Um, I want to talk about uh oh, oh yeah, no, we're gonna talk about Gwen's wedding. Don't worry. I, I have, oh, I have okay. Speak. I sat through Gwen's live and it made me feel 
way better about our own shitty lives and how like how badly. Oh, okay, great, yeah. great. I mean, she she's she was she was great, great. She actually did give a lot of tea on oh, her way. Wait. Stuff. Um, I want to talk about this Goslin interview now because I watched the whole thing. And when did you? How could you see it? Because I went to go look at it. It said it came on out TikTok. on TikTok. You can see anything. Oh, okay, on TikTok so on TikTok. Yeah. Okay, no, no, no. I saw. I think it was like a three or four part kind of split up thing on TikTok. Yeah. And then I went right. to go look for the actual show, and it was out July eighteenth or something. And I went to go watch it on the twentieth. I tried on the twenty first, and it's just not there to watch. I think I tried on Hulu. Um. And then Hulu says, no, you have to buy it on Apple for $2.99 or something. I don't know. Oh, no, I, no, I can't no. seem to actually see the show, but I watched the same thing you did. Okay, so this is good to know. Yeah, and like, again, I knew nothing about these people. All I really knew is that, I mean, I knew the basics. I knew that um, Kate is like the original Karen. I knew that. Yes. And that she treated him everyone terribly and i knew mm. that um two of the kids went to live with john joe right. if you will and one of them was in an institution so i knew all of that basic stuff but a lot of people are coming well some people are coming out some contrarian people uh i saw something on twitter of the person you know what i'm talking about I i'm guessing okay you know okay i won't say it the, 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 the person that me and jody love to hate Woo! Uh, was about just like how like John is John is actually the bastard in this situation, and he's was immature, and he sucks, and he's he's the evil one here, and Kate was just doing her best. Now, what do you think? I think both things can be true. I think he probably was very overwhelmed, and he was probably an asshole, and not a great husband, and probably not as active as a dad as she wanted him to be. And then he bailed. He didn't want to be in on it. They grew apart as a couple. I think he was seeing some, like their nanny, Haley Glassman, who was actually like the daughter of Kate's plastic surgeon who did her tummy tuck. It's like a... I know all this kind of stuff. I think he was a douche, but I think she's, she was also a controlling monster. Yeah. I do think if you have that many kids, you do have to be kind of controlling and have like a certain way of running things or it'll be chaos. But I do think she was also very harsh with him uh, as a partner and not because, oh, husband, wife, but if you look at she the was brown, harsh. If you look at the brown kids, yeah, they all turned out pretty well. I mean, not Robin's kids, but they're not actually Browns. Yeah. Um, but like, for the most part, like all of the kids, they kind of let their kids run rampant and uh, they all turned out very good, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and I think what ended up happening is they weren't very compatible to begin with. They both said that. Um, She just went into like control mode and then she really liked the fame and wanted the cameras around more and he did not. And then that caused a bigger riff. And I do think the kids were dragged to do a lot of stuff. It, they were able to survive from the money that was made off of it. But if one parent is like, hey, I don't want the kids to be on TV this much. 
there should be sort of a conversation about it. And it just seemed like it was kind of like her way or nothing. And it yeah. fell apart. Uh, I don't know. I think they were Mandesha both kind of said, I don't that. think I would survive a marriage where we tried to have one kid and got eight. That's what I was going to say is like, I mean, I know a lot of men can be immature and like, he's thinking that they're going to have three kids total. Yeah. And then they end up with eight. Like that right. sucks. Cause he didn't really sign up for that. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, I, I think, ugh. I mean, it was, it, it's just a bad situation and there does have to be some sort of reality show. I don't know, law or protocol or something with kids involved. And I know that they have, you know, certain hours in the day and all that kind of stuff that is uh, written up in their contracts and that kind of stuff. But I mean, this just fell apart. It just totally uh, fell apart. John was a douche, but I do think he tried to do better. He like sunk back into normalcy or try to have a normal life. But like, also what is he supposed to do when he has to pay child support for eight kids? No, That's it's a rough. tough situation too, and being a reality star, then going back into normal life. How do you do that? Did you see this statement that Kate came out with? No. Oh, okay. Um, she like finally released a statement about like basically kind of, okay, well, do you want me to read it? Yes. Like okay. <clears throat> I have never wanted to have to do this, but I feel like I have been backed into a corner and left with no choice. Although it saddens me to do so, I need to speak out now. My son, Colin, whom I love with all my heart, has received multiple psychiatric diagnoses over the years. For the safety of myself, his brothers and sisters, and for his own well-being, he was placed in a facility following years of outpatient treatment, which proved insufficient for his needs. The decision to admit him was made by emergency room doctors. Oh, Jesus Christ, an ad just popped up. By emergency room doctors following one of his many attacks outbursts, this one involving his use of a weapon. Fast forward to present day and following John's removal of Colin from treatment, my son's unpredictable and violent behavior has sadly continued uh, regularly toward John, Hannah, and others around him. Is Hannah the one that lives with them, I assume? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, Colin. Are you are you enjoying this? Because I can't see you right now. No, I, Is this like oh, okay. I am. No, I'm, I'm intrigued by okay. this. I, I can't see your screen. Okay, so um, Colin's distorted uh, Colin's distorted perception of reality is one of the many issues that he has always struggled with. As many people who have family members grappling with mental health issues can attest, it is rarely and sadly surprising when complete fabrications occur. And this is just an, another heartbreaking facet of this fight. This sounds like um, this is reading like the John Bonnet Ramsey letter, honestly. <laughs> These, like all these big, all these yeah, right. Um, uh, all parent-child relationships are complex, but when mental illness is involved, it is incredibly complicated and painful, let alone easy for others on the outside to understand. All measures that were taken in our home were at the explicit recommendation of his pediatric psychiatrist and his team of specialists, and were put into place to safeguard every member of our family, our friends, as well as our family pets. I don't like... I, the, I feel like Kate would kick a dog for sure. Can I bring up this? Uh, Mike Coco says, yeah. TMI, bitch, that is your child's personal details to make herself look like a struggle mom. A thousand percent. That's what I was just going to say. She does not, the, she's doing what they're accusing her of all over again. This is yeah. his personal information. 
he's a no, minor, that is, that's fucked and up. You're his and, mom, and you're doing. And I this? don't think that this. I think that this. The truth lies somewhere in the middle here. But like watching his interview, Colin's interview. He's. I mean, he he could definitely have mental illness, but like he's. He wasn't like that's freaking out or anything. He was very well spoken. Yeah, and if you can't, oh, sorry, like Kate, you, I like if anyone has mental mental illness, like you, you need to. Like from what I've seen of hers, she doesn't seem like she's the most like t- put together person here. Um, well, okay. and how about go visit your child too? The fact that that's, he had that's no family members come visit him—that is heartbreaking. Yeah, that's the thing that that that's fucked up the most. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I believe Colin remains a very troubled young man who continues to need a lot of help. His brothers and sisters and I have been directly involved in his life. Wait, have not been directly involved in his life due to his history of unpredictable behavior and violent tendencies toward us. What his sister Maddie posted on social media recently is completely accurate, and I deeply appreciate her bravery in doing so. That is all I have to say on this matter, and I will not be discussing the subject any further at the time. Mic drop. That's terrible. The way that she's talking about it. We're not involved in his life because of his violent tendencies. Like, no, you you can still love on him and say yes. it's not healthy for us to be living together. We need I mean, it it's terrible. She made herself look so much worse and just it validates everything that they're saying. And how yeah, dare sorry, we're just how reading dare she put here. all of that out there. That's no, that's terrible. that's really fucked up. And also, there's a, I I notice a, l- a little manipulation at the end there, where she's kind of trying to get Maddie on her side. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, Maddie's so brave for coming out," because Maddie gave a statement too, which I did not read it because at that point I didn't really care. Uh, but no, I'm fascinated with this entire thing. This is so fucked up. And like, and you also read about like parents of murderers still stay in contact. They still visit their kids like every you know, a couple of weeks because like you're supposed to love your kids. Like no matter what you, you have to love your kids. Yeah. And I mean, like, I hate to speculate. He is a minor and it's his business and everything, but I mean, okay, we're, we're just talking about this stuff here. I think there are some parents who, when they go through a divorce and there's, you know, difficulties, they can sometimes take it out on their kids, like their anger and hatred of their former partner, they take it out on their kids. And that's what it seems like. She kind of picked him and I am sure he had some issues, right? Or something happened that had to have gotten now, to When you watch point. the show, could you tell that he was like off a little bit? I didn't think so. Okay. They were like or little. was he diagnosed with like being on the spectrum or anything, or it was just like he was violent? I didn't remember seeing any violent things when he was younger. I mean, they were all just running around like crazy, you know, they're little kids. I think he I think I remember he might have been the one who liked to line everything up. And I remember kind of thinking about that, like, oh, maybe he's on the spectrum or whatever, or maybe he finally acted out or he was acting out because he had a mother who was so hyper controlling. Right. That like, this was his coping mechanism. This was the one. And he he wasn't getting attention. Like he's, he has, you like, you have to struggle to get attention in a household like that. Um, People are saying that Colin was in the military, but if in the, the Marines or something, and they wouldn't take somebody with mental illness which I, I don't know how, how set on that they are, but uh, 
Well, and also yeah. a way to set him up. Like now he is an adult. They're 18, 19 years old. He is an adult. And now you're throwing that out there saying he's violent. He he can't be around our pets. He can't be around his brothers and sisters. Like, really? That's not he, he's just he's an adult now. He he's finally about to start his life. He can like be dating and getting jobs. Yeah. And now this statement is out. But there. she's throwing it out there to save herself, which is a horrible thing, a terrible thing to do. Yeah, she it's was on terrible. Dancing with the Stars, I think, and then she I think she got voted off like second or something, which I yeah, love. Because she's not likable at all. <laughs> yeah. She and she can't she can't dance ballet like you could naturally, according to yeah. you. Um terrible. Well, I'm glad that all oh, oh it seems my, like everyone's kind of in agreement. Oh, sorry about that if I click around. It seems like everyone's in agreement. Like this is just not something a mother should do, even if they have completely cut ties. And they have both decided, yes, we don't want to be in each other's lives. You're still the mother. You have to. Sorry if they go low, you go high. Like that, You have to. You are a parent. You chose to be a parent. Up until they're, you know, what, they're 90 years old. You're still the adult. You're still the parent. So go the higher route and just say, it's really unfortunate. Recollections may differ, but I still love him. And I wish all the best for him. That would have been the well, better way to go. I'm surprised at how many people are interested in this topic uh, in our chat here. So again, mm -hmm. since all of you seem to like like this show, and I just I just never got into that, much like the sister wise before. But um, maybe message. Let us, us know which episode. Yeah, let Suggest us know which episode. The episode that we should not, recap. For maybe not in the chat because I don't know if we'll see it. But uh, yeah, maybe but message us, message us on like Facebook. Or you can email us at amandajody1 at gmail.com. Yes. Yep. And just give us a suggestion. All right. Yeah. Everyone's saying like Colin seemed fine. He was sweet. He was tenderhearted. Somebody said, uh, imagine if Cody and Kate were together. I mean, Actually, it would never... they might hit it off. It might be sparks at first. Like they're, they're laughing at each other's jokes or getting along. And then it would just, it, it would take a turn. Because Mary, I think, is probably a lot like Kate. Mm, she just doesn't have the I confidence that. that Kate has. Uh, I think she kind of does, though. They both have that manipulative side. That's for sure. Did Kate cry all the time like Mary does? Kate had some tears, like, later when she was like, I'm soft. I'm not this hard, mean person that everyone thinks I am. And, ooh, there was a whole scandal that she was dating her bodyguard who was a married guy. He was like married and had kids and stuff. There's a whole side story to that. I understand how these people can be around these people all the time, like on the production crew and then want to like, like Andrew dated Amber after watching her on marriage bootcamp. He was dazzled by her on set. Oh, I mean, she really her made herself look great. in the crib. Great. Those crib beds. Thought about that, you guys. Go to our Patreon and and listen to those episodes, the marriage boot camps. God, that was an amazing. You got season. a good life. You gotta tell someone. Matt, Matt, I'm here. I'm just here to work stuff out with Amber. That's all. It was never about the fame. Okay, uh, let's move on to something that is in interesting to me. Because I, you know, am I dabble in the theater community. Mm -hmm. um, but 
are you watching this Ariana Grande shit that she's dating this fucking idiot? No. What? Oh, you're not watching this? This was, okay. Do you know what that, okay, guess, that guy originated a role on Broadway. Can you tell me which one it is? Annie? Uh, close. It's probably the lamest character you could originate. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants in SpongeBob SquarePants, what? the musical. Wait, can you put that back up for a moment? Oh, yeah. First he of all, was... I was shocked that he was not gay. And I'm basing um, that just on his looks and uh, personality. Uh, <laughs> they're dating because he's in Wicked. And she's in the... <laughs> and he was married and they just had a baby like a, couple, a few months ago. Wh- wh- or like wh- in 2022. Wh- yeah. He's I can't believe you're not following woman? this. What? Yeah. He's- Two women now have had sex with this man. He's got a fetus face, first of all. I, mean, like his, I, I I definitely made sure to find like kind of a hideous picture of him, but well, I mean, the wait, put it back up. Hang on, let me find. I a think picture he's of got him baby teeth. Up. He's got baby teeth. Yeah, a little space. His face is very fetusy. Like he, his face didn't grow out of the fetal stage. Um. Uh, okay, this is a hot one. You're gonna. I mean this this one this one's gonna turn you right on. This is him. In SpongeBob the Musical, I mean, no. nothing, nothing no. but sex here. Nothing but sex appeal. I'm gonna be terrified. So it's not like a big costume. No, Ooh. it's just this. And the reason why I've always been turned off by him is more just about the musical itself. That first of all, it exists because yeah, I didn't know that. Well, it got like nominated for a whole bunch of tone. Like it was like a it was a smash. But um, I thought it was like a um, like a kid show, you know, like a Disney show. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Uh, no, it was on way. They performed at the Tonys. The reason I don't that I, I am bothered by him in it is because his pants are too tight. Like you can maybe tell in this picture, just his pants. It was just maybe. very penisy. I feel maybe. <laughs> Maybe his knee is about to bust through that plaid. That plaid is stretched. Yeah, I feel like I'm being forced to look at SpongeBob's penis. But also, um, this was an impressive part of the musical. Is there's like a person who's doing sound effects, like when he'd be when when SpongeBob would be walking, it would be like squish, 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 squish. But it always just kind of sounded like he was farting. So like every kind of movement SpongeBob is making, this person, this amazingly talented person is having to do all these different sound effects like every like 2.5 seconds. But it just, it just in my head, it, I picture him as just farting on stage for two hours. Yeah, yeah. In tight pants. But these I mean, two are, these two are going hot and heavy, Jode. Gross, gross. Imagine <laughs> his... I really thought that you knew this. This is like no, all over my Imagine TikTok. climbing on that or that climbing on you. Oh. Well, I think he's probably littler than her. She's pretty Isn't little, sure. though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> ew, his hair seems like very like fluffy too. I don't. I There's don't know why. No. <laughs> Always bothered me. It's like, and I've seen like you know, I've just seen him. I've seen him performing in SpongeBob in like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or like at the Tonys or just like little ew. clips here and there. But everyone fucking loved this musical. Well, so... I can tell you that I won't. And, okay, this is just funny. The idea I'll of have you real read it. sexy no, you, it's triggering. 
<laughs> Oral sex. God. Um, well, she has very interesting taste. Mrs. M says he's not gay, but his boyfriend is. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, just like, look, I'm not being an asshole by thinking that a, a musical theater male who is playing SpongeBob, who looks like that, who looks, is this is very, this is like a Jonah Hill thing from last week. That guy, that guy, yes! that guy is with Ariana Grande and and a woman on earth. Two women on earth. But I'm still single. I don't get it. Like, and there's no way that he's got. I think he does have a, a big piece. No. You In those pants, you know, I, all I can picture in my head is farting noises and a, and a penis. Put that picture back up. Let's see. Let's the pen- the, the one of we're him doing this as a group. Okay. We're doing this as a group. Let's analyze. Yeah. Also, if this is your first time watching this show, um, me and Joey are dicks. So like we're assholes. Yeah. So, you know, kind of get over it. Uh, I don't see anything. <laughs> it looks tight around the groin area. Okay. Yeah. But like, no, I, I didn't see any sort of like convex shape yeah. that would alert one to having something. I think I would have wanted his pants to be a little baggier and I could have handled the, the, the toots and the farts noises and the squishies. <sighs> so bad. Wow. Michelle says you're single because you have standards and eyesight. I just, I wrote, at first I just read you are single because and then I was like, someone's about nope. to read me for Phil right? <laughs> Please don't list the reasons why I'm single, because I know already. Um, yeah, uh, she's just got a very interesting taste, and maybe it's because her self esteem is so low that she needs to have a guy who's just gonna be like fawning over her, being like, well, "Oh my god, no, you I are think like you the could most have amazing. ended that sentence halfway through that she just needs to have a guy. She needs to always ah, be in a relationship. True, true. And they're like they're co stars, like they're like. They like have intimate scenes in the movie. I think I don't. I've never seen Wicked. What movie? The SpongeBob. Wicked. Movie? No, Wicked. Oh, They're both in Wicked. Okay. I think. What does he Fierro. play? The I Tin think Man. He's he looks like a Tin Man. <laughs> he looks like a, a Tin Man fetus. There, Ethan I said Slater, it. Wig. No, and no one. Yeah, no one. I don't think anyone's mad at you. Who is Ethan Slater? <laughs> uh, he is. Oh, he plays Bach. Uh, okay. Same. So Same thing. What? Oh yeah, a university friend of Alphaba, uh, and a love interest to Nessa yep. Rose. Yes. Yep. Okay. Great. Ew, you guys are so disgusting. These comments. I'm not reading that. My Coco said he also eats hella good virgin. Virgin. <laughs> Maybe he does. Oh, ugly dudes, man. Even the ugliest dude who plays Bok. B-O-Q is the way that's spelled by <laughs> Just so you know. That guy, that guy is just like letting it that. rain P-word all over the place. <laughs> only men. Only men that could happen to. Okay, let's get on to. I want to talk about this uh, Vanderpump Rules uh, dog scandal. Are you following up on this? No idea. You have a totally different algorithm than I do. You're not following that Graham, the, the dog, got returned to them? 
No, I don't know anything about this, but I mean, I do look good in that bikini. <laughs> and just, you know, if I had that body, Those are my I would... <laughs> I would never, you would never see me with clothes on if I had that bod. I think I would still just always be walking around in like, uh, you know, jogging pants and. Oh, hell no. Who is that, by the way? Is that That's his girlfriend? No, it's his girlfriend. Allie? Oh, I, I don't know either, any of these people. Okay, so fill, fill me in. Okay, so um, Rachel, who is now going by Rachel. Ah, okay. She's going by Rachel to like take the power back from people calling mm. her Rachel as like it like to be dicks, which mm -hmm. I kind of appreciate that. I'm like, yeah, that's actually a good way to handle that because now they well, or, that does or, take the power away from them. Because your name, actual, is your name Rachel. is Rachel. Right. Also that. <laughs> right. Her therapist right. told her to do that. Um <laughs> Uh, my Coco says, Jody, you look great in periwinkle. What a specific color. Yeah, well, that my bikini. That's why I bought that bikini because I was like, you know what? Yeah. This is different. And I know oh, people are going to be looking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just I don't know what periwinkle is. Um, okay, so when Rachel went to her, like, her, like, therapy spa month. Oh, okay. Her therapy <laughs> her vacation. Her and Graham. Um, oh, see, everyone else is having my algorithm jaunty. Okay. You need to, you should just log into our, our TikTok account, okay. which by the way, guys, follow us on TikTok and Instagram. We're almost at 500 on TikTok. Can we please get that to a thousand? And we're at like 900 on Instagram. I'd love to have at least... A thousand on each of those. Yeah, yeah light it up. But go check it out. I, I'm posting it's videos almost every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah lots of lots of little vids. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? So Rachel went to Rachel to and uh, Graham used to date. No, Graham is the dog. Rachel and James James Kennedy. Okay, the English guy. They used to date. Yep. And they got that dog together. That little doodle. And I was, he was apparently like the worst behaved dog. He bit like a whole bunch of people. He beat, he beat, he bit Lisa Vanderpump. He be, uh, bit like, he just, he, he's had a history of biting. He's not well behaved because obviously Rachel is a terrible dog owner who can't like. It's not a doodle. It's a doodle. It's not a oh. golden doodle, but it is a, it was like, well, it's like a poodle mix. Bite. Okay. I know that is weird. Cause when yeah. I think of all the dogs that I interacted with, it's. No, that dog that bit my hand when it was where the blood was just dripping Amanda, down, that was a doodle. Because what? you always go up to that. Animals, wasn't why I was breaking up a fight between go, two doodles oh, and that dog I, bit me. You are such a piece of shit. If, All right. No, um, <laughs> if I had someone come at me with a finger, I'm biting it too. Dogs like it when you do that. One fingy in the face, like this. Hi. It's a boop. You're not a you're not I'm an a animal boop. person. You're like Robin. Okay. You would probably Terrible. kick a dog. No one I would kick. never. Oh, I, would I didn't even kick the dogs, plural, in my lifetime that have attacked me. Okay. All right. Um, speaking of TikTok, we, we need to talk to you guys about this TikTok that I sent to Jody this morning that is still grossing us out. So keep put a pin in that. Um, they were dating. They got this dog, 
bad dog. His name is Graham. Uh, not a bad dog, but bad owners and not trained. So sure. she goes to this facility and she kept Graham after they broke up. And okay. James was like devastated. Like there was like, there's an episode where he like has her meet him at the park so he, he can see the fucking dog. And then like mm. another time she had to take him to the, the vet because I don't know what happened, but like something, something minor happened, but he was just really like sick. And James was like almost crying. He's like, Oh my God, poor Graham. Like he just loved the dog, loved the dog. So Rachel, when she was at the facility, she gave the dog to her parents to look after. And then the original story was that her parents dropped the dog off at a shelter because Uh-oh. they were like done with it. And the shelter contacted Vanderpump dogs and okay. Lisa took Graham and then gave him back to James. So okay. So this is kind of like the Lucy Lucy apple juicy. Uh, I don't know what that is. With Dorit. Okay. Oh, yes. I Yeah. People were saying that on our Facebook group. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know what that is, but I assume that it was. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's a whole don't season of nothing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, but then like the, her parents came out with this statement, which I don't know how much everyone's really believing. Her parents? Oh, yeah. Like, okay. She's the spawn of these people. They put her in beauty pageants her whole life. I don't know. I don't know how much I. Well, Daphne did have a statement to your principal when you ripped that picture. So. <laughs> Sometimes parents need to step in and get involved. God, I wonder how far I could have gone with that. I bet I, I bet I could have made them believe that she had done that if I had just stuck with it. <laughs> I am really wishing. Like, yeah, like, I, I kind of really stuck it to that bitch. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yes, but now their parents come out and they're like, "No, that's not what happened." And we actually uh, gave the dog to like a doodle rescue group to like, and like she had like a personal trainer and then he bit the trainer and her husband and all this shit and then anyway it ended up with lisa vanderpump it bit lisa vanderpump so bad that like it caused nerve damage to her hand and then basically then the arrow just goes to now now the dog is with james Mm. Does anyone else know any more like, details to fill in there? This is like, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, don't adopt pets if you don't know what you're doing. And if you're going to be passing this poor, you know, cat or dog or whatever, just back and forth and there's all this drama, just be prepared. Right? Yeah, poodles bite, Michelle says. That is actually true. Poodles do bite. Poodles will like cling on to one specific person and they get very territorial. Oh, okay. um, but anyway, uh, oh, starving, starving my Neopets says the dog's not staying with James for long. No way he can handle him. I, mm. I don't know. I guess we'll see. If James gives that dog away, he's going to be crucified. Can they get like a Caesar Milan and a dog trainer in there to? Well, apparently they did. But let's, I guess, yeah. Yeah, Uh, Speaking of TikTok, uh, please describe this video that I sent to you this morning. (laughs) Okay. She sends me this video of this mom who has a family bed. And and I was like, this is Robin. This is Robin's house. Yeah. She's showing everyone how she changes the sheets on this bed. And it is two giant size California Kings, I think that are just oh, like those, I don't think mushed together. I think she said California Kings, but it's this very complex 
web of like bumpers to make the one big California King actually like four different little areas. And then on the other side, it's all open, but like everyone has their own blankets and pillows. And she's talking about how the they don't have any matching pillowcases or sheets or blankets or anything. But everyone they all has love their own the family bed. Yeah, she's like, my, my kids, could, if they want to sleep in another room, there is another bed available. But she's like, that's not going to be happening anytime soon. We're all so cozy in here. And there's all these pillows and they're all like flattened down, filled with old drool and boogers. Like, and if you take farts. the pillowcase off those pillows, they're like, it looks like stained orange and yellow. It's like tie dye yeah. of spit drool. And she's like, it takes all day to to change the sheets and make the bed. And then at the end, you see like how many people are in there. It's her, her husband. There's a baby. But of course, she's like, oh, the baby sleeps in the pack and play. Sure. But I'm sure she had to say that because people get all over her ass. Um, but this huge family bed, what was there, like five kids in it? And then, yeah, and they, but they sleep, the and the they sleep like the like the bucket family from Willy Wonka, yep. like with uh -huh. feet, feet together. Yeah. Which, you We're just saying the smell in there. We both text each other at the same time. I'm like, oh, it smells like, what did I say? Oh, piss and breath in there. And you said it smells like bologna and I don't know. No, I said cheese and feet. I said cheese and feet. <laughs> like, God. <laughs> Fucking so I mean, good. hey, if you want to do a family bed and co-sleep, like whatever you want to do, okay? But you can do it with more style. Than that's a lot of people in yeah. an area to sleep. I know myself, I would not be able to sleep well with that many kids and people all over the place. And yeah, Gross. feet, sweaty feet and drool. And there's like pacifiers all over the place. I just, I can't know. So many drool pillows. Um, Are you ready to talk about and just like that? Unless you have anything else, like random stuff. Um, no, we no, we can right, we can it. get into it. Um, All right now, do you have like notes for this? Because now I forget that I for, I can't differentiate between the two episodes. Okay, well, not this most recent, but the week before was when they leaned into the um, hey, Christopher Jackson. He he was in Hamilton. In case you guys didn't know, he was George Washington in Hamilton. Get it? Oh, okay, get so it? Halloween George episode. Hamilton. Yeah. Um, by the way, Starving My Neopet says, is that Walter in the background? Yeah, that's Walter. Walter! Oh, Hi, Stinky! Like, you bitches are not done. I'm not getting up and shaking. Like, I can tell. He's like, I can tell this is not ending anytime soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so the Halloween episode first. Okay, I said this to what's it, I think Justine. Um, I appreciate So they go to this Halloween function that charlotte is throwing mm -hmm. i don't remember what it was for but it was some benefit and um and christopher jackson is go is like he's running for comptroller which i don't really state understand comptroller what that's yeah, a little state, not the office. yeah he's running for what senator is, state senator what is a comptroller like comptroll things it, like, no. it, it seems really local but he's like i i'm running for office i can't possibly be wearing it be seen in a halloween costume it's like okay relax you're comptroller uh-huh mm -hmm. also like even if you're running for president you should go in a outfit like to halloween party. But you, 
yeah, you would look like an asshole if you came not wearing exactly. anything. So <laughs> his wife says something about like, well, I have that George Washington costume for you. And I was like, all right, I appreciate the nod to Hamilton there. And then the next scene, he's wearing the thing for their bedtime sakes scene. Mm, like, okay, hey. now you ruined it. You were, he's yeah, just in his Hamilton costume. Hot. Ew, enough. God, like, get it. you're married, you're married 15 years and your husband is now wearing like a little costume. Like, I don't want to do this. This is weird. No. Yeah, no. I don't, don't want to act. I don't want to yes and with you right now. Right. Let's just Have get this over with. enough? <laughs> yeah. So, so that so what else happens in that episode? Um, we have Seema with the guy with ED and the pump because they're so old, fifties. Yeah, fifty-year-old yeah. men are all deaf or uh, have ED. Although I don't think Steve is deaf anymore. They got rid of that storyline. Yeah, now he's not a bumbling idiot. Miranda is. <laughs> right, she's caught yeah. the. She's got a. She's caught the case of the fifties. Wow, it's rough. Um, also, I, if we can just go back to Seema meeting this guy at a hotel bar, because now they're filling in the new friend. They're like, oh, you know what? Seema will know where to meet a good guy. This is, I mean, all new information, ladies. They a live really in nice Manhattan and hotel and, uh, bar. This is the first yeah. time they're hearing this. The writing is terrible. Yeah. For, for rich people. Um, also, Carrie's lived in Manhattan for like 30 years. I think she probably knows a couple hot spots to like meet people. But no, a hotel bar. Because then at least you can just go right up to their hotel rooms. So mm -hmm. yeah, Seema gets with that guy. And then Braids gets with someone else. Yeah, some guy makes his way over. Um, Carrie is an asshole and she stops in the bike lane and like almost kills almost now, kills truly <laughs> i thought that that guy gave a very good acting performance this yeah. that storyline was very old sex in the city okay like i could kind I of like what you're saying because sarah jessica parker again is still a good actress like I, I i i can watch her scenes at least because she's still carrie whereas charlotte is in an episode in a, an episode of Keystone Cops. Yeah. And Miranda's shocked by life all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I feel comfortable when I'm watching Carrie. And then we'll talk about it in a second. But this the fight between Steve and Miranda, I thought that was mm. strong on Steve's part. Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, Miranda's okay, yeah. just, she just can't sleep well anywhere. She can't sleep at her house. What do you she have to sleep, sleep for? Shay. You don't have a, does she have a job? She sometimes she takes a class in the morning, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. She did go to school once this season so far. Um. So, uh, oh, bike guy is Mariska Hargitay's husband. Oh, huh. didn't know that. He's a hottie, well, and he was Carrie, on Younger. Yeah, yeah. He was on Younger. Carrie shows up at his apartment and is a huge fucking asshole. She walks in. She's like, "Do you live here? What is this a train station? Like, oh." Because hey, when she takes bitch. him to urgent care and he breaks his wrist, which, sorry, like, say that it's a sprain. Because this is not how you're acting when you break also, Carrie, something. Bye-bye. Go home now. Right. Like, you She's like, leave. well, I'm a, I'm a public figure, so I don't want my name being on in, like, well, people magazine. It seems like no one's read your book, so 
you can yeah. just this guy definitely doesn't know who the fuck you are so he's going to pay for his urgent care because apparently in the u.s you have to pay for for health care um and he he's like oh yeah that's right that card doesn't work uh, let me try this card and she gives him this look like oh he's poor it's no. probably why he was on a bicycle it's one of the poors yep i would never think that though i would assume like First of all, I wouldn't even have an opinion about it. But like, if somebody's card didn't work, I wouldn't think it's necessarily because they're poor. I would think like, oh, they probably like got a new card because it was expired. Yeah, or like, hey, Carrie, it's none of your business. Yeah, <laughs> just to show up with groceries. Like he's been homeless and he hasn't eaten in months. And she brought him um, a whole bunch of soup. Oh, oh yeah, bougie soup. soup. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm, this Can't will fill me up for down all this twenty soup. minutes. You know what I'm really craving? Soup. So she brings him all this soup. And yeah, she walks in and she's like, oh my God, I just, I assumed you were one of the poors. Mm-hmm. And then um, he has a business. Oh, oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, the oh, business partner. He has a business partner who, sorry, wants to like get Work? their app off the, yeah, wants, like he's obviously, this guy, the, the wrist guy, the bike guy is obviously mm-hmm. like a terrible business partner. This guy has this his his partner's like losing his mind trying yep. to get him to do anything. Yeah. So I get and Carrie's like, you're already in a long-term relationship. So goodbye. So she breaks up with mm-hmm. him because he has a business partner who is trying to get them to make money. Because he has a um job. job. Right. And he can't just kiss her ass all the time. I was gonna say, speaking of eating, can we go to that hilarious scene? where Miranda orders red curry to like keep herself awake because she's so tired. I mean, you do that. You order really spicy food to stay awake. And well, then... I mean, it'll keep me awake because I'll be shitting for all okay. night. Get ready. Because then Che, so Might funny. Go. They go, oh, is that for curry lingus later? hey Che Diaz, be here Oh my night. God. Also, don't go down to me if you just ate curry. <laughs> I'd be like, I think I'm done now. Thanks. Like, the, got it. No. So, no. um, so Che. Speaking of um, the focus group didn't wipe the joke. No, so now they just cancel the show because of what this group of six people watching the pilot. And also, did insane. the producer the producers didn't notice this by themselves watching this pilot that this was like yeah. an awful show? Right. Right. I thought her Sarah Ramirez's acting performance was good when she wasn't speaking, but when she was just kind of like listening and just like taking in what these people were saying. Okay. I was like, okay, they're a good actor. Sure. Sure. Look up, find your grail spam a lot, Sarah Ramirez. You'll be impressed. No, I, it's the writing for this. Yes. It's terrible. <sighs> so they're okay, upset. Was so funny. Wait, was it so funny when Harry showed up to the photo shoot in the costume? Oh my God. And Rock's photo is so funny. It's, it's so a di- funny. They're in a different show. Yeah. The, they're in like. That, that's crazy. That's crazy. He crossed the streets of New York in a costume and then while rock is apparently doing a um 1982 photo shoot jumping on a trampoline trampoline. this is all terrible 
That's yes. Um, so then at home, Che is upset and I'm smoking that joint. Honestly, mm. I do smoke weed like to like get myself to sleep. But like as if they're both supposed to be like 50-ish, I would yep. be like, you're really smoking a lot of weed, Che. Like, well, it's like all a day joints. Well, and, and sad, people didn't joints, laugh at my ha-ha joke. Like, uh, mm. It's like cigars. What are the yep. blizzles? They're um, blizzing it out. A blunt. Uh, so Miranda's being like, "I'll be your, I'll be your cheerleader. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it." I would slap her in the face. I'm like, oh, I wanted just... to slap Che. Well, Miranda was being annoying though, too. Well, what is Miranda supposed to be saying? Supposed uh, yeah, to, like, I know that's, that's what your partner's doing. Like, it's going to be fine. Yeah, screw them. ABC can eat shit and die. And then she's like, stop it, Miranda. I need time and space, okay? Ugh, I'm sad. Ugh. Like, grow up. Ugh, Che's character is awful. Oh, awful. I, I hope that they're gone now. They kind of broke up. But I thought they broke up in this episode when Che was like, I need some space. But then the most recent episode... They were back together. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin's yeah. asking, when does this live usually start? Um, it's usually at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, noon oh, Eastern. We yep. don't know what's going to happen when Sister Wife starts because we don't know when Discovery Plus is dropping this episode. Uh, great. So next episode, most recent. Yep. What Carrie's mad because a blogger didn't read her whole book. Sorry, Carrie. Some of us have jobs. And we can't drop everything to read. That's what her whole thing is. She's mad because not everyone's reading her book first thing. God. Her entire oh. book. Right. Ugh. So that's so kind of that's her storyline. Right. And then. Um, I guess. Shay and Miranda. Oh, my God. Did the writers think. Oh, the audience is going to love this chair bit. Where every time they walk out the door, they slam into a chair. <laughs> no, it's not happening. Yeah, no, it's not a thing. It's, yuck, it's not yuck. a thing. You live yeah, there. Not funny. I've I've never ran into any of my furniture. Over and over and over again. Over and over and over again. Yeah. So yeah. Miranda's not getting enough sleep, but she still needs to go back to Brooklyn at six o'clock in the morning to make sure that her son Brady gets out the door with like a good breakfast. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Which Brady's like, I don't like you. I'm good. You ruined everything. Uh, And like also Steve's there. Steve could be doing this. She does not Mm -hmm. need to do this. So uh, uh, what else? She's going to move in with braids. Oh, right. Get a twin bed. Which is correct. So then they go to like Goodwill to find a twin bed. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. If you have enough money to be retired right now, you can afford a bed. Yeah, you're spending more on your bougie coffee and brunch than you did on your bed. Yeah. So um, then, uh, what does anything happen with George Washington? Don't think so. Don't None care. Of, the only scene that matters is the fight between Miranda and Steve. Oh, okay. You you didn't seeing- get into the Lily wants to lose her virginity storyline. Like what the fuck here? <laughs> We're at a level when of you said this is a good episode. I'm like, is she kidding? And then no, they're all like, going out into the blizzard. What is this? I forgot about that blizzard part. Um, no, I thought it was on the stronger side because it let it it stayed kind of true to form. Other than Charlotte, what do you think about that Charlotte thing? Because I understand being close with your kids, but like this is outrageous. That this she's is crazy. She's running. Charlotte's running around the city to get Lily condoms to immediately go and have sex with her. And boy. every little corner bodega is closed or something. Called the Blizzard Jody. But she's out there in like her fingerless gloves, calling Carrie, who's wearing this ridiculous thing. But it's just like there's three people out in the city, the only three people who are going out. Oh, and Shay. Well, okay, hold on. Okay, the virginity thing, so stupid, so weird. Um, then Carrie needs Che to go to this event with her because she's afraid to talk in public. What? But it, I thought that a podcast. I, I know. You were, I, none of this makes sense. And I thought, I, I assumed that meant that Che was going to go up on stage with her and like, yeah, like do a some crowd work. Yeah. Yeah. Do but apparently, sweet stand up. Their sweet stand up. He's going to whisper some lines out to care why i'd be like what why did you call me here so now i'm just standing here for what right but then carrie just reads her book and everyone in the audience loves it it's a hit she's proud of her mm. great yeah why did she uh, yeah. need to go there again now uh, yeah some man just says let's talk about the fucking coat now this is in our um hot yeah undercover this, right th- this is insane yeah like what if somebody gave that to you as a gift 
I would assume it's a joke. Like, so you're calling me fat because the second I put this on, I am sweating out hundreds of pounds. I couldn't even of, wear that in a blizzard. I would wear this in a blizzard probably. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Jesus. That's reasonable. Ridiculous. But, oh, you know um, what was more ridiculous was when um, Che was making fun of the comedian that the comedian was bad. Hey, oh, yeah. you want to read the room? The no woman was getting actual laughs. And actually, like, the jokes that the women were saying were at least funnier than Che's. They were on par with Che's. Yeah, at least on par. Um, so now we have this last scene where Miranda is like, Steve, so when are you going to get... She's back in Brooklyn. And she's like, so when are you moving out? And he's like, I'm not moving out, Miranda. And uh, she's like, what? But you said that you were going to. He's like, I lied. And but then he, I mean, this was a good acting performance. I thought. Like, we're not impressed yeah. with this. He's like, everything yeah. in this house is mine. And then she's like, Oh, well, tell that to the mortgage that only my name is on. Which is weird that his name wouldn't be on the mortgage because they did buy the house together. Yeah. And he he owns a bar in Manhattan that is somehow miraculously still open. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He opens a bar. He names it Scout. Scout after his dog. Oh, Jody. Ahead of so, my time. But he's screaming at her, and it's like, this is what the audience needed. We needed to have him finally, you know, give her yeah. some shit for what you did. You did this. Yeah. Did you hear she that? No problem. Did you hear that what noise? It, sounded, yeah. it, was like a, it was like a toot. Not me. It was like a, like was a honk. Outside, too, she oh. says. Someone outside. <laughs> Tooted really loudly. That was very, that was really high. Mine are a lot. Mine are a lot lower. Mine are way low, all the way down. <laughs> all the way uh, down. Those yes. sweet honey tones. Yes, and then Miranda's just—he's like, you know, you just need to get out of our life, Miranda. And then she like starts crying, and she puts her coat on. And then he is like, no, please stay. Stay. You gotta stay. So they stay. He. She stays. They cuddle in bed. Um, and then she notices a condom wrapper and saw so many condoms in this episode. Uh-oh. And she's like, what's this? Are you having sex with that girl from Whole Foods or something? Hi, Justine. And uh, I don't really think she's got a leg to stand on here still. Yeah. It's no. like, yeah, I'm fucking someone. I didn't. Good for you, we Steve. Yes. You've been and with Che I- for eight months now. Yeah. I hope he met her at the farmer's market where he got lost because remember when he was like deaf or something? Yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. I left my keys at the so. pickle stand or my wallet at the pickle oh, stand or something. God. Because being slightly hard of hearing makes you stupid. Uh-huh. Makes you like a yeah. bumbling fool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she can come and go as she pleases, but God forbid he have a job that he goes to, pays the mortgage there, takes care of Brady when she's not there. Right. Brady really needs to be taken care of because he's like 27. Yeah. <laughs> this show is yeah. so bad. And rock, I know, but rock yeah. spread in the New York Times that apparently is like seven color pages. What is going on? Rock and Lily both need to like be slapped across oh, the face. Bye bye. Like, entitled. They're bitches. terrible. They're awful. And Harry yeah. and Charlotte are way too. They're doing this way too woke, and. I also don't think that's in Charlotte's character. That's not Charlotte's character. No. Charlotte is not somebody who's going to buy condoms for her daughter. No. Nope. Like, 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 like right now I'm handing this to you and it is 
this this condom will immediately be on this guy's pecker. Um, yeah. Let's okay. Yeah, no, she um, would have grabbed Charlotte would have grabbed Lily and said, "You're coming home." Like, no, the fuck, you're not going to have sex with your boyfriend. Lily announced it at breakfast time. She's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna have sex with uh, my boyfriend tonight. I think it's time. It's, yeah, it's good." Yeah, like I'm pretty open with my kids, but that would never happen. Like, no, there's a boundary. Imagine you announcing that to Daphne. Oh my god! <laughs> I think in Daphne's head, I still even have have not had sex. Oh, there's no 100%. baby. Same. Yeah, she can probably Same. convince herself. Um, let's just do some sister wives news and gossip, which is just going to be Gwen's wedding, basically. Um, but everyone's oh, been talking about this in the chat here. What? So Cody showed up late. Is that true? Yes. So Gwen said this in her live. Um, the live is maybe worth watching because she does a reaction to the trailer. She couldn't figure out, and, and not that I couldn't have either. She couldn't figure out how to record herself. And then um, she had to like mute herself so that she okay. could watch or whatever or something like that. So you couldn't hear the trailer, but it was almost better that way because you were just, she, she kind of aimed the computer toward the phone so you could kind of see what she was watching and like she was i mean she was like <gasps> like especially like at um especially when janelle said fuck fuck off or fuck you but like she was i mean she okay. and but then she she talked about you know everything um she's like yeah she's like i just don't know she said at one point like i don't understand why my dad acts like this because like when he's when he was talking about being the devil that I know that I am. She's yeah. like, I don't she's like, I guess I kind of respect that because like I guess there does have to be a villain. But she's like, it just doesn't make either of them look better. She's like, they they don't want to be the villain, but like they are. Like she's very aware of and then somebody in the okay. comments and she's like, God, just Robin's just crying here. She's like, usually I don't actually believe she's crying, but I think she actually is crying here. And then somebody in the comments wrote Sob and Robin. And she's like, Oh my God, Sob and Robin. That's so funny. I'm like, that's the first time you've heard the term Sob and Robin. And then I could have handled her saying the word slay a little less, but it's fine. She's okay. <laughs> she's like, that's so slay. Everything is slay. But I get it. You're 21. You have a new expression. You're, you know. Oh, you're I didn't know it was to use as an adjective. I thought it was a verb. No, everything, everything is slay. Oh, okay. Slay. Um, so, but then she, somebody was asking her about her wedding and um, <clears throat> there, it was a very small ceremony. And then the reception was at this rooftop bar and um, Matt Madison and Taylor Brest couldn't make it because it was going to cost them $1,500. Okay. Fair so, enough. I guess, but it's still like your sister's wedding with and your whole family's Yeah. Together. Well, then just she should have gone. Does Kayla Brush need to go? Oh, well, if Cody's going like, to be. I think they, they probably didn't want to deal with the family drama. She said there wasn't that much drama, but she said, um, yeah, because people were like, why wasn't Cody and Robin in the family pictures? And she's like, well, they showed up two hours late and then they left early and <gasps> they just kind of like didn't talk to anyone the whole time. They were just kind of there. And, she's, and she said that she gave Robin a hug, but Robin was so jarred by her even leaning in for the hug that she thought that she was, like, going to hug someone else. So Robin, like, stepped out of the way because that's how uncomfortable she feels around her own fucking family. So Gwen's like, yeah, I hugged her. She's like, it was awkward, and I didn't really want to talk to them. But, I mean, I have to hug all my guests, so 
I hugged Wow. Her. Yep. And, uh, yeah, she's like, nobody. And then somebody asked, um, has your dad ever met David? Wooly. <laughs> and she said, yes, they've met before, like before the wedding. This wasn't the first time they met. So that was probably good. They probably just gave each other like a, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say just like a, from afar. Yeah. They're there. And let's see. I've heard Cody and Sonny, Cody and Sonny said Brianna and Dayton were traveling and Aurora was home watching Saul and Ariola. Oh, for sure. They're like, no, you now. Yeah. The nanny Saul and Ari now. They just wanted to keep them from their siblings. It's just, it's fucked up. It's very, it's very Kate. Eight plus eight. Johnny Kate plus it's eight. It's just yeah. complete control. Like I'm sure that because I remember one time on a live, somebody asked Gwen, "Who's your favorite sibling?" And she said, "Oh, it's Isabel. It used to be Aurora, but not anymore. Now it's Isabel." Because they were like the triplets. Like her, Gabe, and Aurora. Aurora were the triplets. So her and Aurora yeah. were the closest. But obviously, something happened. Um, and also, why weren't Saul and Ariola at the? reception or wedding why did all oh, their tender age sure you don't want to get there. them covid jody still running rampant that's terrible. flagstaff yeah yeah and uh cor- correspondent gene hi gene said cody was late because he went to fat olives for lemons oh i'm yeah god just and in the one picture the one video of robin oh, I'm so you can by that you can kind of barely um you can kind of barely figure out that it's her, but then in the three second clip that you can kind of see her in, she does this with her hair and you can completely Talk tell it's her. You can tell she's in the always is doing that. She's always, she's always fixing her fucking hair. Cody has his feet up on the table, man spreading. And yeah, so they suck. And, but they kind of have, what's the choice here? Cause like they don't show up. America hates them and they show up and America hates them. the world, not America. Well, you reap what you sow. They oh, they cause this. They're, they're they bullies. They to themselves. And you know, Christine was like, I can imagine being Christine looking like she was wearing like a really cute, like uh, like one, one-armed uh, pink pantsuit. And she's there with her new man. And you know that Christine was always, the second Cody walked in to the second he left, Christine was always aware of where Cody was in the room. And oh, everything God. she did was performative. Everything she did. She knew he Good. was watching her. Good. Good. All right, let's see. Fun. On Reddit, someone said Cody thought kids were not allowed oh, since it up. was at a bar. Oh, come on, Cody. They've never it's been to a wedding before. They're just being petty. They don't want the kids to interact with them. Even though you know the family would love to see them. Like, it's like Saul and Ari. Yeah, and like, well, and that's like saying, oh, we can't go eat at this restaurant because there's a bar there and kids aren't allowed in a bar. So we can't go to Chili's because there's a bar there. I mean, it literally kids, was like Chili's. It was just a rooftop that had a bar in it. It wasn't even, I think it was a restaurant that had a rooftop bar. Um, and they probably knew that they would have to introduce Saul and Ariola to all their siblings and be like, this is Gwendolyn. <laughs> she's a bride mm-hmm. yeah and allison says uh solinari can't be polluted by seeing a lesbian wedding that's another good point yep that's ungodlike quality very tender age so yeah that's about that's about it but like it, it seemed like fun. i can't stand that 
like they showed up late. Wow. Two hours late. And they didn't go to the ceremony. Or they weren't invited to the ceremony. I mean. Did she seem bothered by that? Did she seemed just bothered? very kind of numb to it. Just like, yeah, no, they were two hours late. I don't think oh, anything good. is surprising. At this point. Oh, but then when she was watching the trailer, she's like, you know, people have told me that I'm in the trailer. Um, Cause the part where Garrison is like, you know what, Robin have him. It, she's sitting at the table where, when that happens and she's kind of nodding yeah. and she's like, Oh, she's like, yeah, I remember that scene. And she's like, actually, I'm surprised they didn't have in the trailer. Like where I, cause she said that she got really heated during that. And like that whole conversation got very heated. So that's pretty fucking exciting. Oh, I, okay. Well, now I hope it's just, I hope it's just all of them bitching and Janelle and Christine don't even try to like stop it. They just let them vent. They just, yep. Sit there and let the kids just go at it. Let Gary say whatever he wants. Yeah. And now we said it. Um, and I don't even know what I'm going to do with Mary. (laughs) fucking worst all right let's uh finish out this book here is it time yes okay speaking of the devil that i think i am we're finally rounding out our last chapter and this yep. is this is the mansplain chapter yeah Cody is gonna this is the epilogue yeah i mean he needs to explain it to all of us as if we're women you know all right uh, um, you start oh Cody. page 261 jody When we decided to tell our story, I figured that the benefits would outweigh the risks. I wanted to make the world a better place, not just for my family, for polygamists worldwide. Okay. Take a seat, Cody. I'm sure people like in India are watching yep. Cody and going, that's what we want. Yeah. Yep. That's, this is it. This is it. That's we great found example him. of what we want. Okay, yep. He's the one. I wanted to show the public how wonderfully stable, loving, and caring my family is. I thought we might pave the way for a safer, more tolerant future for our community. Nevertheless, he just found out that word, just discovered it. Nevertheless, it wasn't a decision I made without careful consideration, prayer, and consultation with all my wives. I wanted to proceed with caution. I had thought that in deciding to do a reality show, I would help to bring other plural families out into the open so they could benefit from society as all other citizens do. While I feel terrible if Sister Wives has driven any fundamentalist Mormon back into hiding, I do feel for my family at least that the benefits far outweigh the costs. The fact that my family can live openly is one of the greatest miracles I've witnessed in my lifetime. A miracle that I had never even dreamed was possible until recently. Oh, let me interrupt I, you. I just remembered yeah. something else that Gwen said. Oh, she said yes. that every, she said that most people at the wedding, and I'm thinking of this because like, he's saying we can live openly. And I was thinking like, yeah, but everyone hates you. But then I was thinking of this thing that Gwendolyn said, where at the wedding, most people didn't even talk to them because people were pissed that they even showed up. But she's like, but nobody like, no, she's like, when they go out, like people never say these things to their faces. Yeah. I mean, which obviously we no. wouldn't either. No. I would be no. like, I would be like pouring over them. 
You guys mm-hmm. are the best. You guys are just a beautiful couple. Robin. Robin. Great job. Oh my great God, your legs, girl. Look at those yeah, Look at those. They're so long. <laughs> How did you find pants so long? Where do you shop? Um, but yeah, she said like most people were like, why are they here? Which I thought was hilarious. I just oh, love that I you love said that. that. that, sh- that well, good. Like- That's how they made everyone else in the fa- family feel for the past yeah. 10, 15 years. So now they're getting a little taste of it too. Mm-hmm. I love that all my wives are accepted as my spouses. Yeah. This has given us a great boost of confidence as well as mi- as well as made us stronger as a family. Bad sentence. Our move to Las Vegas, that is a crazy sentence. Our move to Las Vegas changed my life irrevocably. Definitely not a He's, word from not from the no, Cody Brown noggin right there. I can tell. No, you. no, no. He had that this this oh, this source pulled up. I don't have like that the word little in paper clip in his word document. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like you're writing a novel. Did you mean? <laughs> um, let's see. I felt an overwhelming peace and tranquility with our arrival. I felt as if we had moved to a world of opportunity. To put it simply, I felt safe. Oh, God, the safe word. But although I felt a new spiritual peace, we had sacrificed so much from our lives in Utah. The transition was for the best, but it was still difficult. Janelle and I had left thriving careers. Janelle. Bold, Cody, bold. Yeah, what was that career? Because we never really heard specifically what Cody's career was. I just, but I'll, I'll never be able to wrap my head around how they had enough money because I have a single income, but I am a single person. They lived, they supported 13 kids with one, two incomes technically and Mary two and a half incomes. How, like, how is that? I'm sure they had some sort of like government assistance because technically they were, they were um, single, single moms. Right. That's why that's why it's that's why polygamy is illegal, Cody, because it's oh. a bunch of tax fraud. Yeah, thriving careers. He he sold that billboard that one time. That that one time. And he kept that it. One time. That that's proof. He's like, I worked. I sold I something. Yep. By the way, I, I read this in Cody's voice, which is also Nick Cage. Like, we're going to steal? Yeah. <laughs> you know Cody is like it's a diehard Nick. Nick Cage fan. Uh-huh. He's a, he's a Nick head. He's Cage head. He's like, Cody like looks at himself in the mirror and he's like, I want to take his face. Oh, off. yep. Oh, I just know it. He, he sits down. He's like, oh, it's Cage time. Do you think that him and Robin watched Leaving Las Vegas thinking it was going to be something totally different? <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, Cody. Oh, so sensational. Yeah. <laughs> eyes. There's a prostitute in this movie, Cody. Oh, my God. This is so good. We could fanfic this out. Loves Nick Cage. Oh, I mean, just talking, yeah. <laughs> talked about uh, what Cody's favorite movies were. Somebody said, uh, what's that KKK? Oh, something movie? for the strong female leads. What? Oh no, that, that no 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 that was Kara a very talking about um Sidian. We did a Sidian thing. Uh no, uh somebody said Birth of a Nation was Cody's favorite. Mm. <laughs> God. All right, we had all moved away from the fellowship of our church and our dearest friends. 
like Stan, the guy who was going to give me money for our sister wives closet business, but he and must have lost my phone number. And my friend Ken, Asian Ken, <laughs> who told me that I should divorce three of my wives. Yep, mm -hmm. that's right. We had left behind the most wonderful home and our family had ever lived in. And the one and one of the safest communities in the country. Our children had done the same without sharing their parents' understanding during the 60 days before the move. During the move, I felt deeply bitter about the whole experience of becoming a public polygamist. Frankly, my own tolerance and open-mindedness meant that I was naive about how living publicly would affect us as a family. Is, Why is did we leave? I am a husband is and a father first. Correctly there? What? Where it says that would affect us as a family. I feel like affect is, is spelled wrong there. Shouldn't it be an A? That's correct. Does, it's an E? I believe so. Affect us. It doesn't, it reads weird. Um, also, I love how he's pretending like he really, oh, he, oh, I'm so pissed that we had to come out. You, we're going for a cash grab and you're a fame yeah. Like, yeah. come on. That you did this on purpose in your sports car. This is like Matt Bayer's book that I recapped on our Patreon where he's like, I didn't want all this. I just wanted to be with Amber. And all of a sudden <laughs> here I am walking down the stairs and I'm mic'd up. <laughs> and his stupid leather coat and his sunglasses. It's Ramon's t-shirt. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. Amber. Okay, Erica says. Oh, it's perfect. Ah, okay, Jordy. Well, now, now Cody's gonna do like a little literary tool here. Why did we leave? I am a husband and a father first, and as a parent, my first responsibility is to keep the family safe. Our simple world in the sleepy town of Lehigh, Utah, became very volatile in the fall of 2010 due to the investigation and the stresses of our family becoming public polygamists. That was a long sentence. We no longer felt that our family was safe. By the beginning of December, all five parents agreed that our family would be better off in Las Vegas. By Christmas time, we had told the other, the older children. Now um, they were very the upset by the sister news. wives just did an episode. I don't know if it was them reacting to the trailer or their most recent episode. Either way, I've listened to both of them a hundred times already. But they said, and I did not know this, they said that the investigation against their family was between August 2010 and October 2010. And they didn't leave until January 2011 on Martin Luther King Day, of course, Jody. So they we, didn't need we, to leave. We. Mary closing up the back of the <laughs> Go, trailer. go, go. Gabe's like sho Gabe's shoving something in with a um with a yellow broom with broom the handle. Thing, but with the scooper still attached to the uh -huh. handle. Uh-huh. I remember an episode I watched the other day, Robin was sweeping with the thing still attached to the handle. And I'm like, that's the most fake sweeping I've ever seen. You, you don't know how to time she's it. ever yeah. picked up anything she's, and moved She's like, and I need anything. a prop for this scene. Should I grab a prop? <laughs> this is your favorite part. We're going we're gonna to need an impersonation here. They were very upset by the news. At first, Leon was so opposed to leaving their home and their friends that they flat out refused to move. I actually have a list, Dad. And okay, it just some reasons why I think I should stay in Lehigh. 
first of all, it's the dance. The dance is just really important. I can't let all these people down, Dad. And Cody's like writing in his notebook. Like, what about the dance? First of all, the dance. First dance. of all, the dance. Right? <laughs> Finally, just three days before our move, we told the younger children. Some were excited. Some were shattered. Peyton stayed in his bed for two days. It wasn't pretty, but we figured the collateral damage of our children's emotions was a small thing compared to some of the trouble and attitudes we were experiencing as a family in Utah. Oh, that's nice. Peyton's devastation. That's just, it's collateral damage. Collateral damage. Yeah. Yep. Our children did not agree that moving was the right thing to do. They did understand, however, that the family needed to do what, do whatever was necessary to stay together. I don't believe they fully understood the need to move away until we had been in Las Vegas for several months. Who likes to be a family? Fast gas. Guess what? You can't tell any of your friends either. It'll be like you, you never existed, basically. You virtually will have disappeared from all yep. of their lives. They're um, going to forget about you anyway, kids. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but Madison is going to be a legend in this town. Madison. <laughs> I'm going to make Kayla brush. Let's go get some ice cream. On Surviving Sister Wives, Corey is really leaning into this joke of Kayla being a child predator. And I cannot get enough of it. What do you mean joke? Uh, well, I mean, the way he says it is funny. He was, they're talking about the march that they all go to. And ah. he's, like, he's like, Caleb's looking around like, don't get too close to the teenagers. Well, he's like, stop saying that joke. And then I tweeted at them, never well, stop with that joke. Well, sorry. I mean. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Gross. They've known each other for years. Years. <sighs> Um, so we rented like a temporary Peyton. vacation home in Las Vegas for 30 days. Yeah, I know. We know. We watched it in order to stage an, ag stage an aggressive search for new homes from this shared location. We acquired the rental and made the agreement only days before we left Lehigh. Well, yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds exactly like how the Browns would handle any big decision like that. Um, we were literally living day to day. Life in the vacation home was a bit of a struggle. Everybody had become used to his or her own space and autonomy, one of the Brown's favorite words, autonomy mm. um, in Lehigh. Now I had four wives sharing one kitchen and only four <gasps> bedrooms. So all the kids were just like in, like sleeping on the floor, couches. I'd be fucking Probably. roll out some mattresses. God. There were no specific rooms for the children. Here we go. Um, so we placed older girls in the family room, older boys in the living room, and the younger children in the bedrooms with their own mothers. Except for Robin because they got well, pregnant. Yep. Or or her kids were in the room while they were creating yep. Solomon. I wouldn't put it past Ew. He put it in me. Baby. <laughs> Do you see that? We did Oh, oh. oh, God. Um, Our first priority was getting the kids in school. We felt right about a particular high school, so we needed first to find a home in the specific school area. 
The school district does not allow transient enrollment into the school, so we needed to get a permanent address for which to enroll the children. We decided for the sake of Robin's children, mm. who weren't as used to living in such a big family and who had already moved so often in the previous two <gasps> years. Huh. How many times have your kids moved, though, Cody? Mm. And also, her her kids were moving on your di- on Janelle's dime. Yeah. So they can shut the fuck up and just go. Um, Who'd already moved so often in the previous two years that we should find her a home first. We moved here. We moved her just in time for the teens to start high school in January. So here's another fraud thing is that they found Robin a house in the district. And then everyone in the family just put them as their address. Although they did all live, live on the same street. So. Yeah. Also, I think it might make sense to find Christina House first because she has, um, oh God, what's her name? The one that's not going to be the youngest anymore. Yeah. How old oh, was truly. she? Still a baby. Like literally a right. baby. Right. So maybe let Christine get settled and yeah, she had a bunch of baby. kids. And, right. Right. Um, back in Lehigh, I had coned, uh, coned, I had coined our move, the Vegas vacation in order to keep our attitudes positive about the whole move experience. We had no so idea funny. how much, he's so funny. he is really funny. Vegas he, he's, vacation. he's so lighthearted. Um, we had no idea how much work was cut out for us. Well, you don't know how to work. You don't yeah. understand what working is. Um, you don't have We moved four complete households in a matter of four calendar weeks. That way we were out of the vacation home as as contracted and living in the school area we wanted. This move was exhausting. I'm sure he was wearing a long sleeved shirt button up though with jeans and gloves. Gloves. Got to have his work gloves. gloves. Yep. Moving gloves. This move was exhausting. I felt as if we were constantly working to finish the production of the TV show for the season while documenting the whole move experience for the following season. We were working our tails off mm. and still had the pressure to get jobs and a real life going again. In oh, spite of you the- mean like people? Yeah, people yeah, with people jobs. Yeah. yeah, have jobs and, children and have to worry and about them. keeping a roof over Friends. their head. Yeah. Welcome to reality. Um, in spite of the wonderful sunshine and beautiful sunsets in Las Vegas, everybody was a bit off. The elementary school children, Dayton, Gabriel, Gwendolyn, Aurora, Isabel, Brianna, and Savannah, were adjusting very well to school. However, the tight integration of our family culture seemed to be uh, eroding in, in significant ways. Janelle and Christine had been running their households almost as if they were a single unit, and now they lived half a mile apart. No, they didn't. Oh, a whole half mile, Amanda. They lived half three mile. doors away from they each other. It. Why is he saying that? I don't. They showed history. physical maps every time yeah. they talked about those houses. And Christine and Truly walking down to Robin's house. Like Robin was like catty corner or like it was like uh-huh. Robin, two houses, Christine. And then Janelle was like here, like yeah. catty Mm-hmm. They could walk. They could also all still walk to Mary's. It would it would take yeah. fifteen minutes. So fucking stupid. Um, the structure and help with schools that Christine had given Janelle's children was no longer available. Our high school kids were welcomed warmly by their peers because they were on television. 
they were right. like at this point it's season two or three um but their hearts were still connected to utah now our family was separated on one single block um one friend of ours suggested that we were experiencing something very similar to a divorce we no longer lived together and the adjustment was damaging our well-being as time went by while living in las vegas other problems arose Hunter, for whatever reason, maybe out of love and loyalty to his football team in Lehigh, uh, parentheses, state runner up, uh, state runners up two years in a row, refused to play football. He actually refused even to make friends. I think Cody just watched one episode of that season and then just wrote this chapter. Absolutely. There's no way he knows this. He's like, Hunter he was ate. He was at Robbins. Hunter was like eating yogurt or something with a spoon and he took like tiny. the. The world's smallest scoop yeah. on a spoon. And also, this is like experiencing his divorce because essentially you did divorce your wives for Robin. Yes, you so, left them for your girlfriend. Not far off. Um, uh, he actually refused even to make friends. He seemed to sink deeper and deeper into depression as the summer came closer. No one knew what to do for him. Uh, get him into therapy, give him attention. Mm -hmm. uh, listen to him talking. Yeah. Tell Robin. Any of these things. Yeah. Like just shut up and let him eat your leftovers. Yeah. Or tell because Robin. His mom actually paid for it. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, nobody knew what to do for him. His counselor at school told us not to worry until it had persisted for six months. I don't know if that's a, is that a. I have a hard uh, time believing that actually happened. Uh, fact right there. Yeah. Let's just let's wait. See. Wait until he is practically suicidal. Depression. For six months. Yeah. Yeah. Wait until yep. it gets really bad and then we'll mm. kind of do it. Um, at least his grades remained good. <laughs> Adios mio. <laughs> oh, good. So it wasn't that bad. That's so all good. I was thinking while I was reading that paragraph is well, I hope Hunter kept his grades. His up, grades. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all these things shook our family to the foundation. I had only married Robin a year ago, and we were still getting used to being a family. Now we had to change everything again. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, my Tourette's is really kicking in. I'm getting, I'm triggered by Cody, so my Tourette's is like going. I get it. I mean, right? Um, now we have to change everything again and work together as adults. Adults. Bye bye. bye, -bye. <laughs> um. On more than just our marriages and managing family matters. Okay, let me read that sentence again. Now we had to change everything and work together as adults on more than just our marriages and managing family problems. Meaning that basically before they weren't even paying attention to the kid. Yeah. Before we were just working on our marriages. Now we have to worry about fucking Hunter and his yogurt. Yeah. Payton. And the fact that he hasn't uncrossed his arms in eight years. <laughs> and whoever that little blonde baby running around is, like someone needs yeah. to figure that mystery out. I think that I think that thing has a touch of flu, maybe. I haven't seen her drinking anything for, you know, a week. <laughs> touch dehydrated. Acute. It's not a big Just deal. Acute dehydration. Don't worry, Jody. Cody saved the day there because he told her they were going to have a poo poo pee pee party. Ah, her eyes pee -pee lit party. up and she knew exactly what to do. Her body healed like, itself. Hey, you kiddies, get in order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yep. All right. I um, literally was like, bye. Let's have a fucking pee. <laughs> I'll fucking poop in my diapers right now. Let's party. Um. Okay. The move had us all reevaluating our relationship. forgot to water truly. <laughs> we need to hose her down. Also, that's hilarious. Come on, water truly. No. I'm um I'm going to the lake uh, this week with my, my auntie Debbie, and my dad is coming to feed my cats and also to water my plants. And I 100% expect to co- to come back to just a whole bunch of every three plants. hours. Did you tell him every three hours water? No, plants? no, once a okay. day. He's gonna okay. do it wrong. Okay. All right. Um, the move had us all reevaluating our relationships and our individual identities. We had to clean house, emotionally speaking. Because the women actually claim the house. Well, and by women, I mean Janelle and Chris. Well, Janelle does Christine. Christine and Mary and Robin's. Mary, Mary claims. Yeah. Robin, Robin sweeps with her broom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with her little baby yeah. broom. Um, sure. We needed to detox our relationships and some of our deepest issues. The family needed to get well, both the children and the parents. Pass gas. Get well, get well. <laughs> When I reflect on the personal growth and development of our family over the years, I am pleased and overwhelmed. Getting to where we are right now from where we have been has been a long process. I reflect back on my life and see how much we have grown from those immature places of years gone by and wonder, will I be as pleased with our emotional growth over the next 10 years? Will I look back at this past year and think, boy, was I immature? During the 16 years before Robin came into the family, Mary, Janelle, and Christine and I had a lot of growing to do. And then we the fixed it, and then Robin years. came in and ruined it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, my Coco yeah, says Aspen claims. Yeah. That's true. In the last five years before Robin entered the family, we really had found a very comfortable groove. Oh, good. Then let's mess with it and bring in Robin and her three brats. We were stable and generally happy. The children were well-adjusted and very happy. Something was missing, though. Our individual marriages and the sister-wife relationships were far from ideal. In years past, when Mary, Janelle, Christine, and I used to have family meetings about money concerns, kids' problems at school. How often do you think they had uh, meetings about money concerns? I feel like Janelle was always like, Nightly? guys, we need to come on, come, come, come it, Well, it needs air. to be more often. To be <laughs> Probably. More often. They didn't do it enough, I think. Okay. Uh, we used to have family meetings about money concerns, kids' problems at school, or any of the other things married couples deal with. It was hard not to become defensive, and I would often feel antagonistic. Oh. No. Not Cody, Cody Brown. Oh, wait. Cody Wynn Brown? Yes. Yes. No. I tried to understand all the charged emotions coming at me from all three different directions from the women, if you know what I'm saying. My patience would grow short and we would not communicate as well as an enlightened family should. This was all in our most recent years. We were even worse back when we were all new at it and the oldest children were toddlers. I knew that in our acceptance of the principle of plural marriage, we were being challenged to be kinder, more patient, and more loving in our mundane day-to-day life. 
We didn't always rise to the occasion. We needed improvement in our relationships, and we didn't even know it. Robin uh, and no, I. No period at the end of that oh, sentence. Oh my God, you're totally right. <laughs> what? It's the end of a paragraph, and there is no period. Who edited this book? Cody. Wow. Oh, Cody didn't need. Cody got this in under the wire. They had no oh, time before yeah. it was printed. Well, he didn't, he, didn't he write Maddie and Madison and Caleb Bresh? Uh, didn't he yeah. like write their wedding shit like day of, morning oh, of? Probably. Probably. No, he did. Because he speaks from the heart. I'm just going to kind of just, you know, Wing just it. start talking. I'm a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> Robin and I have been courting for about two months when we got engaged. That's Wait insane. Second. That's insane. Remember she said they had such a long courtship. Oh, but that includes the months. engagement. Two it was nine months. months total. She had been received by Mary, Janelle, and Christine with open hearts and open arms. Weird. Because I thought Christine never, ever accepted Robin. She was so mean. Within a month of our engagement, however, everybody started to struggle with the emotional adjustments of the courtship. Robin quickly realized that we had been avoiding many of our problems. Or maybe Robin was the problem. Like, right. What's the common denominator here? Uh, Susanna says, I know I'm late, but I think Robin kept her kids away from the wedding because queer influence. Also, she ducked ah. out of the hug because she's afraid of getting les lesbian. But she's going to catch the lesbian. Yep. I wonder I that. that. Can you know also what else Gwen said? I'm remembering. Saul and, like, Saul and Ariola, they wouldn't understand. Oh, but you're it's both women. Um, she said that she's like, yeah, no one really wanted to talk to them, but McKelty was obviously really excited to see them because they hang out all the time. I would fucking hate McKelty if yeah. I were in that family. Like, thanks. Like, what thanks is wrong with you? Like, yeah, you are you're betraying. Yeah. Yep. She's making it more difficult pristine. for everyone. So Christine's got stuck with Peyton, who obviously wasn't invited to the wedding. Good. And uh, McKelty, who probably did hang out with Robin and Cody. That sucks. I'm sure. Okay. Uh, in my pride, I had rejected the idea of any form of marriage counseling. Well, good. Because that marriage counselor probably would have told you, don't bring another wife in right now. <clears throat> mm -hmm. We did not know how to validate each other in our feelings. We were hiding our problems and career pursuits and other outward efforts. In our marriages and the sister-wife relationships, we had started to settle for less than our best. We became complacent with mediocre lives, relationships, and marriages. There was nothing wrong with that if we didn't mind living a mundane life. However, plural marriage is only lived well when those involved seek to strengthen and better their relationships. Some of us had become aggressive. Some of us had buried our feelings and we weren't emotionally healthy enough to have another wife come into the family. Okay, I so put period. Shouldn't that be, shouldn't that be like the end? We're yep. not, yes. this is not going to be good. Yeah, we're not emotionally healthy or financially stable, but he's got an answer, okay? I put off the wedding until the following spring because we didn't have the financial means to support Robin and her family. But- we actually needed that time to heal our relationship so that Robin could enter a family that was ready for another wife. Just say you needed TLC to pay for your wedding. Just yeah. say it. 
we all know robin needed a big fancy fairy tale wedding and yeah because robin does with dead butterflies in her hair families living plural marriage have to expect emotional and spiritual growth our move to nevada brought our new problems we never expected we started working together to find and build businesses business says he says plural (laughs) sure Many married people love each other very much, but enjoy time apart while they're em- while they immerse themselves in a career. Well, luckily, Most they don't have to worry about you. that in the Brown family. They, they don't have to worry about that. Yeah, except Janelle. Except for Janelle. <laughs> yeah, Janelle enjoys time apart as she immerses herself in her career. Most people will tell you that it's a struggle to work in business with their spouse. Many t- people tell me they could never work in business with their husband or wife. Now I'm working every day. And in every way, with all four of my wives. This experience has caused us some significant new challenges. My wives are all very independent, free-thinking women. Not Robin. Except for Robin. Yeah. Well, Robin doesn't work. She doodles. They each have a mind of their own and frequently like to give me a piece of it. Getting consensus is somewhat like pulling teeth. Some days, when we first moved to the four homes, I wanted to just walk away. I actually got tired of working with them all the time. There were so many days when I thought we wouldn't be able to pull it off. I just kept telling myself that this was necessary. If I want to be with them for all of this life and beyond, I had sure better be able to work with them in a business. Pass gas. Part of our struggle was actually agreeing on a business that worked for the whole family. Oh, I have to do Cody's work for the whole family. Our insecurities were brought to the surface again and again, trying to figure out what business suited everyone. Magic happens when all of my wives started training with a fitness coach. <laughs> Bill? Let me guess, Bill? Magic, Jody. Ma- I mean, you saw magic all over Janelle's face. Every time they went to that fitness trainer Janelle you have about five days left to live mm-hmm. wow you. here comes Janelle boom Baba, boom Baba. <laughs> that, that was such a piece of shit he 286 was- 286 yep. pounds yep wow only one pound down oh you lost inches mm-hmm. sure Janelle go strut your stuff on Magic a 1.0 incline oh listen you to suck. this next part I'll I'll reread that sentence, then I'll get into the next part. Magic happened when all my wives started training with a fitness coach. Hmm. He and I had become friends. Best friends. And were obsessed with the idea of opening a fitness center together. My wives loved the idea. As we formulated a plan, we were approached by a company that asked our family to partner with them on Operation Detox. A business and humanitarian project focusing on nutrition and addiction recovery. So basically a drink that makes you shit. Well, it's Um, also addiction recovery, Amanda. Oh. It solves everything. It's just that easy. Um, Our relationships are thriving with the new energy of having a cause to unite the family with something we all felt passionate about. This student direction even engaged the kids. Yeah, I'm sure. Hmm. Oh. I'm sure Hunter was thrilled about uh, fundamentalist fitness. They thought it was great, great. I'm going to look up Operation Detox and see if this very clear MLM 
Uh, oh. still, I mean, I'm sure they're doing great humanitarian work. I'll, I'll look into it here. Okay. Um, as our family united on the wellness and fitness center proje projects, other things began to fall into place. The older children began to show positive signs of adjusting. Aspen said that she had always loved living in Las Vegas. Oh my God, it's so fucking hot. Latrice, give me that. Uh-oh. <sighs> All right. Um, Aspen said that she had always loved living in Las Vegas, and McKelty agreed with her. Madison began to enjoy her social life, not needing her Utah friends so desperately. Hunter started playing on the high school football team, and in spite of joining late, became the defensive standout on his freshman team. Logan is on the wrestling team and had already qualified for the varsity position. Mariah lettered in tennis and had oh, made some Leon. dear friends. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Of course, Leon was in the on the tennis team. <laughs> just that just feels right. Yep. Um, wow. Update on Operation Detox. Yeah, tell me. It opens up to Institute Natural Therapeutics, nttherapy.com, and um, page doesn't load. Like that, like it pulls up, but there's no huh. photos or anything. Weird. They're probably busy doing lots of humanitarian work that they're not updating the website. The page is under construction, is. but coming out with some really cool stuff coming up, mm -hmm. just like my sister wife's closet. Yep. Um, okay. As uh, other families, yeah. Uh, the older uh, Logan is on the wrestling team. Mariah lettered in tennis and has made some dear friends. Gabriel and Gwendolyn are separated twins, have learned to express their needs to spend time together, and we always facilitate it. All these things have been punctuated by the comfortable adjustment of Peyton, Dayton, and Garrison becoming video game buddies and enjoying middle school together. That's all I could think of for those three. It's like they play video games. Like games. They, they hang out sometimes. Uh, last of all, the pixies. I hate this. I hate it. Pixies. As I call all the little all the little girls, except for Truly, um, enjoy yeah. frequent sleepovers, playing dolls, and dress ups at each other's homes, just like every little girl should do. Yep, just uh, you know, pixies. dolls, dress ups, girly things. Mm -hmm. uh, the Vegas vacation became a reality for me this past summer as the kids began to relax into their new lives, while we spent time as a whole family at Janelle's pool. Oh, my we, family. Saw, we saw those pool parties. It got pretty yeah. lit when Janelle would put oh, on her. Ever. Oh my god, I forgot to put on my trusty Janelle. Oh, um, I forgot, and I forgot to change our uh, background here. Oh well, that's okay. We, we I'm just gonna I, change it to Coyote Pass. Right a little now. nod, a little nod to our Janelle. Here's Coyote Pass. Ah, uh, it's, it's not a pond. Nope. Or should I do the? Not. Should I do the map? No, I want Coyote Pass. Yes. Um to where am i my fa my family is my life my family mm -hmm. i love being in a peaceful and happy environment with them i draw strength from them daily i love the energy and unity that we exude as a group after all ours is the ultimate love story sweet layered textured passionate and tender 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 it is complicated, as all marriages are. Um, to, know, to know true love, you need to understand the struggles that come with it. Within these struggles, we have found that our true love can endure with commitment to be the best person you can be. The best father, the best husband, the best citizen of this earth. 
Wow. This is how Cody sees himself. Yeah. Best citizen of this best earth. father, best husband, best citizen of this earth. All the earths of all the earths. Yep. <laughs> the, the prettiest earths of all the earths. Yep. Um, Take notes. This is what you got to do, guys. Yeah. What is it we have to do? You, uh, the best citizen of this earth, you have to confront your weaknesses and overcome obstacles the world puts in your path. As part of my life path, I have had to learn to love without conditions. No, you haven't. Mm. Literally the last four seasons. Without conditions. Yeah, no conditions. Like I would love, he, he actually said, I would love you if you were nice to Robin. The sacrifices I made to love you. You okay, bud? No conditions. No Walter has conditions. the Walter has the hickeys. Uh, Wally. Walter. We're cracking him up. We're cracking him up back there. <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> we, uh, to know true love, you need to understand struggles. With these struggles, we, uh, sorry. As part of my life path, I've had to learn without conditions. I have needed to learn how to validate emotions and feel feelings that I do not understand. I have had to be empathetic and patient. I have had to grow in this capacity to be more loving to my wives so that their lives are also rich and fulfilled. This is what makes plural marriage so sacred to me. The calling to transcend my limitations, to learn from others on a daily basis, to learn to accept. Now I have the hiccups. Um, tree love you're, you're comes choked from... up. You're what? getting choked up. That's really sweet. <laughs> Just really, he's just such a good guy. He's the best citizen <laughs> on the earth, Jody. Fucking, like, what am I supposed to do? <sighs> True love comes not from resting on your laurels. Never heard that word before. Cap and I'm sure Cody hasn't either. Um, but from hard work, <laughs> devotion, dedication, and commitment. I'm, okay, so I'm going to read the rest of this. This is like one paragraph. Yeah. And then I'll yeah. have you read the acknowledgments. <gasps> Ooh, okay i'm sure oh. that there are millions of people in this world who um misinterpret what i do as hedonistic and selfish my response is every day i work my tail off for this family every day i manage four separate marriages four entirely different relationships four distinct personalities i'm not doing this for fun and games i'm doing it because it is my calling i'm doing it because of my faith I do it for love in italics. Oh. Um, it's the one italicized line in the entire book. I do it for love. love. Oh um, before anyone thinks that polygamy is easy or complicated, I urge them to consider how much work a single marriage takes and then multiply that times four. Wow, he really, a mic drop moment there. Yeah, no one ever wow. said that following your convictions was easy. However, I completely believe that all the work pays off. I have been blessed with so many things. Beautiful wives, except for Christy and ate those nachos. Incredible children. And the chance to tell my story to the world. With all this love, who could ask for more? Who can ask for anything more? Who can ask for anything more? But I'm he loved leaving it with a question. He thought that was like deep. Really? There. Who could ask for more? Well, Christine, first of all, because she's 
hungry for those nachos and also, you know, wanting love. Affection. Might you go ahead and read the uh, okay. acknowledgments here? Acknowledgments. We are grateful for the efforts of Tim Gibbons and Christopher Poole of Puddle Monkey Productions and all of our friends at Figure Eight Films and TLC. They have protected our story and no, made it possible for us to tell the truth about our lives. We are grateful to Principal Voices for their pioneering work in opening the fundamentalist Mormon communities. We appreciate those friends who have shown us love and support as we have done what we felt was right. Thanks to our parents and families for their support and for being instrumental in shaping us into the people we are today. Above all, we give thanks to God for giving our lives direction and blessing us so abundantly. Hold on. We can't close the book because we still have a page. One, two, three, four, page. five, six blank pages to take a not page. Jody. Hold on. I'm still turning. Okay. <laughs> Another page. And see. What are what are you gonna do with this book now? I think I'm gonna put it out like a, like a little coffee table book. I'll put like a little candle on it. What are you gonna do with it? You can't burn it, Amanda. If you ever like get in a relationship, oh, you're muted. If you ever get in a relationship, you can um, hold on. I'm gonna un you. You're muting yourself, so I'm gonna unmute you. Um. Hi, I'm back. There you go. Oh, you know what, though? You muted yourself, as you should, because you are a woman. I got excited and I banged my mic. It's very fitted. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you should keep it as a reference. Maggie Once Ball you... says, the rest is still unwritten. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I think I'd be, I'm going to take some notes on this. Maybe I'll you know, bring this into any future relationships I go into that I can just remember to... I think you know? I want to. I, I think I want to put it in like a like a thick frame and like literally hang it on my wall. Maybe Ooh, just tear off like the a cover. little memory box. Yeah, you could I mean, fill it. You could fit fill it with um, butterflies all around it. Dead, like real little... dead butterflies. Perfect. Uh huh. Yep. Make sure that you use you put your bookmark in there too that you used. Mine was oh my um, my Kleenex. Yeah, my folded mine... up Kleenex. Is a piece of junk mail. Best kinds. Huh, yeah, keep your Kleenex in there for sure. Oh, <laughs> we have a uh, Goodwill. Oh, we're getting lots of ideas. Yeah, let us know what we should use it for. Yeah. Uh, Doorstop. Door or like, yep. you know, like one of my chairs is a little, okay, all I did was pick you up. Like just under like a chair to kind of like, or a table that's kind of uh, shifting. Yeah. I like this idea. Just leave it in a hotel drawer. It's a Bible. Just like, but it, just leave it. Cause it, that's shocking. It's like, what? It'd be great then to like put a little phone number or in our email in here and just be like, whoever finds this, let's pass like it on. just, yep. Pass it on forward. to, pass it on somewhere random. Pass gas, pass it forward. Like you pass, pass gas. gas. Like the next yep. time you get like a turkey egg and cheese sandwich at the bodega, just like hand it to that cashier and he will pass Nachos. It ask gas while buying nachos right well we did it i mean we got lots of great ideas all right well i mean 
we've come to the end right but it is just the beginning it is just the beginning. The rest is still unwritten <laughs> yes season 18 notes there we go um all right all right, well, that's it, guys. Yeah. You guys know what's coming up, right? Yeah, and I oh, I forgot to say, I did an episode with Joan last week on Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom. It was a uh, the episode where Simon um, comes to visit and he meets Sophia, and Farah's like forcing him to like like her, and he hates her. And Joan took the annoying position of defending Sophia the entire time, and I got very angry at him. He, I want to think that Joan was under the influence of something that made him get to that dark he used place. To be a, he used to be a teacher. He like likes kids. He's like he's like a fair. Well, I do too. Yeah. And well, I, I don't. Teacher, but, but I like, I also I can see that the reason that she's like this is because her parents suck, or, or mm. you know how she was raised suck. Okay. Like, I wanted to talk more shit. But it's a hilarious yeah. episode, and Joan is always funny. Um, yeah, I think that's it. You're not going to be here next week. <laughs> jump scare. A little jump scare for you. Even Slater. Um, you're not going to be here next week, but I'm going to have my friend, my famous Broadway friend, Robbie Roselle. Oh, he's going to come exciting. on. Yeah, and he's you like, could... what do I need to do? He's like, just let me know what to watch. And then he's like, I've never seen Sister Wives, but... Um, Give me like a, I'm like, I can do like a Vanderpump rules. Like these are the, I mean, the, the amount, my, my whole body was sweating writing this list. So, okay. This one. Yeah, do you want to know the list again. I gave him? I do, but I, I do think that you could talk about this Broadway. I will. I, I, he probably knows him though. And he's probably like the nicest guy in the world. Okay. You got to be careful then. Yeah. Oh, all right. Hang on. But these, I mean, I'm very okay, proud of this list. Okay. Sister Wives starter pack. Um, okay. S season, uh, the pilot, season one, episode four, third wife in labor. I mean, obviously. Great classic. Granola yep. bars, Cody, kissy, kissy. Mm -hmm. Season three, episode six. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Season two, episode 10, no place for home where they move. Okay. Pack right. it up. <laughs> Robin like breaks three tires. Season three, episode six, The Wives Diet Woes. Oh God. Okay. Season five, episode one, polygamous debt threat. Where we find out that Robin, oh, oh, I just took on all the debt to be nice. Even though it was yeah. all my debt. Um yeah. I don't know if we'll get approved for the loan, Janelle. Um, season six, episode six, Robin's Secret. Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Season seven episode. Yeah. <laughs> he just took it. He took it from me. Season seven, episode two, polygamous in a shark tank. Ugh. Season eight, episode two, a family meltdown. I think that's one of the. Oh, that's the um, the road trip episode where Christine doesn't want to see Ken and Cody tells her that she has PMS. All you just have to say is road trip. Any yeah. one of them. <laughs> Got it. Season 10, episode six, baby sister is born. Oh. Season 12, <laughs> season 12 episode six, polygameximus wedding. Oh, classic. Can't wait. Season 13, episode four, Cody's shocking move. That's where we, um, that's where we get to see. What the fuck? There we go. That's where we get to. Ah, oh yeah. Cast our eyes on this. Well, this should be good because Robbie's a man. He'll be able to, to He'll be able understand, understand it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, get, I'll actually to... get him to explain it to me because I actually don't oh, really good, get good, it. Good. Um, 
season 14, episode 12, Cody versus Robin. That's where a rental's gonna come, Claudia. We need a sure. rental. I don't want to buy this million dollar house. Um, season 15, episode eight, can I light you up? That's the that's Cody and uh, Mary's anniversary. I, to make I, I'm feeling it in my core. Yeah. <laughs> oh. God. Season 16, episode 7, Choosing Kids Over Cody. That's the bye-bye episode. Uh-huh. And season 17, episode 7, The Failed Priest, where Cody dances at that wedding. And then I stopped there for some reason, but... I, oh! Is that also the episode where Gabe cries? I should probably give him that. He's like, I'll, he's like, I'll watch a couple of these. <laughs> He's like, oh, I meant like one or maybe two. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe two. But anyway, he'll be he'll be on next week well, to talk about those. We love you guys. Yeah, I'm spent. I'm so hot, and we have to record another episode right now. We do. Okay, but we hey. love you guys. You know what to do. Smash that like. Smash that like, and yeah. bye bye. Well, guys, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for joining us today on our We Love to Hate Everything channel. Please do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Give us a like or even a comment and click on that bell if you want notifications because you never know when we might pop up and go live. Please check out our other two podcasts on Patreon where we snark on even more TV, movies, and pop culture. We got Total Request Podcast, that's patreon.com slash trpod, and We Love to Hate TV, patreon.com slash love to hate TV. Thanks again, and we will see you next time! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.